0: Well, we're at round 12. You know what that means, fat side. As halfway point of the AFL season, Jacko and I, as promised, deliver our all Australian mid year teams. A little bit of controversy, but we go through with a deep dive on some of the numbers. Outside of that, we have a brief discussion about the Jordan Goey incident. Plenty of hoopla around that. Remains to be seen what the penalty will actually be at the time that we were recording. The results Sunday's really was one of the most exciting two back-to-back Sunday games you'll see for some time. Nail biters that both went down to the last minute, a goal in at a piece. What a weekend of football. We are about to be treated to potentially the most mouth-watering, tantalizing matchup on King's birthday. This really echoes back to that undefeated uh, moment in, I believe it was round 11, Geelong faced St. Kilda all those years ago to determine who would be the last remaining undefeated team for that season. This Collingwood-Melbourne matchup really sets a clear premiership favourite out from amongst the rest of the pack for the moment. Because Port Adelaide, historical, never had nine wins in a row and that's where they're at right now. So they are on track to have one of the great seasons in their football club's history as well. All that plenty more let's get started Times this weekend, mate. Yeah. What happened in the gym? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> nah, man. Fuck my chest. Mid season drop off. Fucked my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Like just went way overboard last week, mm-hmm. and I'm like mildly pain free for the first time since Tuesday or Wednesday. It's not today. like you to get just
0: unhealthily obsessed with the, something new for two weeks. Mm. That's not like you whatsoever. No. Nah, no. Nah, nah.
1: nah. So I've lost two kilos, about to put six on. <laughs> Definitely. No sleep. Yeah, I'm about to have no sleep. Yeah. About to have shitloads loads of snacks at all the hours of the night. Yeah, the ashes is about to start. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna. Get- I'm gonna have like a fucking full course meal at midnight. Oh dear. Second session of an ashes test.
0: Speaking of a four course meal, do you reckon that's what Stewie Jew treated himself to after oh, the weekend? Mate, he
1: fucking deserves
2: it. Oh,
0: they're playing for him again.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: which is
0: good. Yeah, um, the emotional eating can come off the table. For yes.
2: Stewie Jew. Oh mate.
0: <laughs> did
1: uh, they
0: did we find out whether they stayed up there
1: all week? Yes, I, I I can confirm. It's a and as you described it on the phone to me, a masterstroke. Yes, they stayed in Darwin for the the fortnight.
0: Absolute masterstroke. Yeah. Taking a team up into those conditions obviously wasn't easy. I'm not sure now that I watched your team this week. I'm not sure that last week was all about the conditions. Yeah, yeah. But it was this week. Yes. Because that second half was a team who was prepared for them. Yeah. yeah. And
1: one that was not. Yeah. 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 That, well, I went back on their Instagram page to see if they'd posted any content in Darwin and main training was at TIO. Stewie Jew was hitting barrels from like the emergency ambulance gate through through the big sticks. The big man still got it. When you said barrels,
0: for the first thing that pops into my <laughs> head was an image of Donkey Kong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Stuart, Jew from the nipple down to the kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> Could rest my beer on him, I reckon. I love, I love the man though, and he's under such un—he's just still under such unnecessary um, pressure. It's very unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- does that?
0: How much sh- does that alleviate the pressure, though? Surely. Oh yeah, yeah. It has to. It puts them into finals contention. They're yeah. outside the eight by percentage only. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't personally think they make finals. Do you think they make finals? Oh
1: no, not just yet.
0: Right. So post yeah. post by they've got uh, Carlton at the G. They've got Hawthorne at home. I tell you what, blessed with another home game the following week yeah. against Collingwood. Now those are the big ones. Yeah, I know it sounds ridiculous to say that they could beat Collingwood, but. They nearly did last year. We're talking like yeah, close but they're a
1: different beast this year, Collingwood. They're
0: yeah. a different beast this year. <laughs> so, th- but three or four weeks from now, you know, what can they do? They got Port at uh, Adelaide. That'll probably be a loss. They've got St. Kilda at
1: home. They can very well beat Carlton down here for sure.
0: Yeah. And they could beat St. Kilda up there. Yeah. And they'll probably beat Hawthorne up there. Yeah. So
1: they're actually looking at a potential three out of the next four. Mm, which would take them not. Sorry. Three out yeah. of the next four would have them nine and seven, I believe. Hmm. Jeez, and their best ever seasons, ten wins. Will they get? Will they get over the ten wins?
0: Oh, they got. They still got some tough games. They got Brisbane mm. in another Q clash. Yep. They've got Adelaide away, Sydney away, another game against Carlton. They still got North to come. They very. They very may well. Yeah, yeah. They might miss finals, but get over their club record. In yep. which case, you can't
1: sack him. Yeah. No. No. Nah. Like, not possible, right? Nah. And not with the um, trajectory of improvement that you know we can forecast from here with the talent they've got.
0: And if you're one of if you're someone on the board who thinks that, yeah, but we might be able to convince Damien Hardwick, yes, you might. Yeah. But what if it costs you a player? Yeah. What if someone like a Noah Anderson is like, Fuck you. Mm. Like that's not I wanted to I wanted to play under him. Yeah. Like I'm out. Mm. So
1: yeah, they gotta be real careful. Super careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could backfire really easily. Yeah. yeah.
0: They look like they're getting some momentum. This Darwin thing's paying off. I mean, you can already see how if if they just... They still don't have Tuuk Miller back. If no. they rinse and repeat next year, they are probably a finals team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What a good young talent. That Humphrey kid is good again. So I was just about to ask you a question about him. He Could he come home with a wet sail and win the Rising Star this year? Not a chance. Not a chance? <laughs> Dude. I know there's a Will Ashcroft and a Harry Sheasel in the comp, but.
3: <laughs>
1: the
0: stats Will Ashcroft has put up this year.
1: Yeah. Harry Sheasel, um Well, Will Ashcroft's already better than Adam Treloar anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> and he trusts his hammy, which is Jesus good. Jesus Christ. We'll get to that, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: Sheasel's, Sheasel's numbers are good. They're also not that good. Yeah. I had a good, like a deep dive because I was seeing if it was worth putting anything on him.
1: He had a humbling moment against you, didn't he? He did. Jesus Christ, how do you not hit that? You got to kick that goal, man.
0: I've uh, got caught holding the ball as well. Didn't yeah. get
1: paid. Yeah,
0: he had a few. Had a few junior- holding the ball. Didn't get paid. Surprise, surprise. Uh, oh, you're joking? Mm. Fuck. Uh, had it? Yeah, had a few junior moments. I. It's just that Will Ashcroft is such a short price to yeah. win. I thought, is there any money at this point to put on Sheasel? because he's not that far away? But when you have a deep dive into the stats, yeah. the kid doesn't doesn't do anything other than rack up the touches. Nah. No. I know it looks nice on paper mm. to see a first-year player getting that much of the football. Yeah. But the impact as a defender is almost non-existent. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. And
0: he's been,
1: in, you know, he's a famous actor as well. He's been in Shrek, Prince Charming. For anyone uh, wondering, just Google Prince Charming and then just go and Google Will Ashcroft and you'll be like, holy fuck. <laughs> Fiona.
0: <laughs> anyway. Harry Sheasel made a guest appearance as Lord
3: Farquaad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, it's reserved for Rory Lobb, but they called him Lord Farquaad. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. Nah, it's a
1: bit rude. <laughs> it's a bit rude. <laughs> um,
0: Big slinky. <laughs> that game. Yep. That game. Jordan Dawson. Huge. Yeah. Having yeah. a massive season. Yeah. Um was sensational, but the real story was Jack Licoches. Two weeks in a row with uh, what Simon O'Donnell must just <laughs> be
1: like, Salvation.
2: what a bag. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, yeah, His son kicked his first goal for us. He was almost. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was two away from an O'Donnell bag. Jimmy O'Donnell. <laughs> Sorry, go on though. Lukasius.
0: That's five goals two weeks in a row.
1: Yeah, and it's his third five goal haul of the year. Kicked five against the Cats too.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but he's only on 23. So, in those other games,
1: he's less than a goal a game. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: which, which is fine. But remember, there was, uh, they moved him out of the forward line for a game or something. And then, yeah. Stewie, as you said, I apologize. We'll put him straight back yeah. in. So, you know, there's, um, I think he's a, he's a bona fide forward now. Yeah. And there's no reason to move him out of there. He's a great kick of the football. Not, and I don't just mean lining up for goal. Mm. He's a sensational young talent. What a dangerous dynamic King and Lacocious can be going forward. Yeah. 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 And that's with them. I mean, really, this, the backups, especially the aerial targets, are still the Chol and Kazbol. Yes, awesome. that were not supposed to be anything. No, if they find one other, yeah, they've got a real forward line. Imagine yeah. if they kept ranking. I oh, know. Oh my goodness, can't how be good even, would they have been?
1: Ozak spanking.
2: <laughs> it's
0: gonna be all night. <laughs> Jesus. Um. All right let's let's talk about your game.
2: Yeah,
1: let's because you got some thoughts on it. Yeah. Look. And I just want you to just, you know. Well, yeah, we had 25 scoring, yet again, 25 more scoring shots as per usual. Yeah. 25 scoring shots to Geelong's 22. 22-point 22 loss. Um, yeah. tailor to tape for the dogs, really. It's just the gross and accuracy in front of goal. Got a forward line set up. Uh, our forward line set up's just a massive issue for us. The, the three tools at the moment and... Um, yeah, including Waitman, who tries to fly at every mark himself. Just stay at stay stay at ground level, dude. Hasn't quite you learned a, the craft, has he? No, you? you're a small forward. Mm. Play your role. Um, yeah, and they're always trying to mark the same footy. Every fucking forward fifty entry. I told you six weeks ago that um, we're trying. We're they're all getting tangled up, and it's still happening. I don't know why this isn't being addressed inside the four walls, and if it is being addressed, then it's not getting through to them because it's just um, it's almost embarrassing. Uh, which leads me to my next problem. Um, you know, we've got a Rolls-Royce midfield set up at times. And, um, yeah, we we were um, subjected to long bombs to nothing on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed a fucking sailor-looking blonde-haired <laughs> bloody superstar with tattoos <laughs> plastered all over him wearing number 44 for Geelong. Who happens to be a four-time All-Australian in a backman's position. Yep. But he was on the ground, wasn't he, Bob? He Stop certainly was. kicking it to him.
0: The, th- the thing I thought when <sighs> I... When
1: I was, this is no joke. I was <laughs> yeah.
0: watching your game. Yeah. And I remembered Anzac Day. Mm. The first quarter, Darcy Moore had like
1: nine intercept possessions.
2: Yeah. So it was
0: something
1: ridiculous. Yeah. In
0: the first quarter. Yeah. And for the rest of the game, we just went around him.
1: Yeah. Oh, there was like a five-minute Whether- patch where I'm like, why does Jonathan Segler look like Paul fucking Salmon? <laughs>
0: And I was honestly watching your game being like, man, it must suck to have a shit coach.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go around that guy,
0: go yeah. around him. Mm. And no one has a game plan. No, but like you guys, to, if you did something, if you tried something, it was so subtle and ineffective. Yeah.
1: That it was a waste of energy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Big problem for us as well, Ed Richards. Six weeks, that hammy.
0: Yeah, six years is a big problem for me. Fucking 14 touches, a measly little fucking ranger bastard. <laughs> Ruined my multi. Well,
1: um on yeah. his appearance six, on the pod now. Six, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: when it's uh, redheaded stepchild week, I'll yeah. make sure I apologise to him. Yeah. Smitty's still not invited. <laughs> no Clifford's Sydney allowed. Sydney flog. <laughs> Freaking um, <laughs> six weeks is a long hammy, man.
1: It's a long hammer For a young yeah. guy. Hmm. For a guy that wasn't even running at full pace. Yeah. No one near the footy either. Just really innocuous stuff. So that's now him and JJ on the sideline. Um, and it looked like it was going to be Trelaw. too. Yeah. A lot of speed. A lot of speed off the uh, half back line there. Gone. Uh, we got that Caleb Poulter kid in to play um, back wing. I
0: apologize to Caleb Poulter. I, I mixed him up. With a, with a different, I had a GWS player in my mind that yeah. he was similar
1: to, completely mixed him up last yeah. week. Was it Caleb Marchbank or someone like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, it was.
0: Wh- they just all looked so similar back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. and they're yeah. all no
1: names, but yeah. Um, yeah,
0: you could have even said Dylan
1: Buckley and I would have been like, yeah, yeah that guy too. <laughs> Shit, I'd take him at the minute. He was quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, look, he's just going to come in and um, obviously you wouldn't follow it, but the Western Bulldog social media group, all season, every single season, every single time our team selection comes out, everyone is crying out for Buku kamis just because he provides a diverse, um, a div- you know, he's a diverse athletic type that you can yeah. swing at either end. Um, I like Buku. Yeah, yeah, mm. he can play footy. And he's, um, yeah, he's performed in the twos. Um, And yeah, Bevo just clearly, yeah, just an oversight. So
0: are you suggesting there's no selection integrity?
1: Yeah, there's a lack, there's a lack of, yeah, for sure, yeah.
0: Well, there has been for a couple of years now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're wasting, we're wasting away, um, we're wasting away all these, we're wasting away years where we could be, you know, at the upper echelon of the competition. Really, it's, it's really, it's really frustrating. Hmm. Yeah, I'm up my wits' end with Bevo, mate. If Not you're, really, at, um, if
0: you're at the end of your premiership window, if yep. you're a Richmond, you'd mm. be ropeable. Yeah, yeah. And I think Geelong supporters are probably okay because they won a flag last year. Yeah but uh, your premiership window is slamming shut.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reality of the... Teams are just flying past us. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the
0: injury... Well, for Geelong, the injury profile of their list yeah. has played out the way it kind of is expected to this year. Yeah. In that sense, it's like yeah. you're carrying a lot of age and a lot of risk, and now it's uh, not gone your way as opposed to last year where it all went your way.
1: Yeah. Well, four or five four or five years, four or five weeks ago... I was, I was sitting here going, mm, are we better than Port? I think we are. I think we are. We were better than them for three quarters in a soaking wet game mm-hmm. until we weren't. And now look at look at the last, I mean, they're they're miles ahead, miles ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they are. And they're way better set up across all lines.
0: Yeah, it's their, ki- it's their
1: kids. Yeah. It's
0: evolving talent that was always going to propel them to another level. Yeah. Whether it happened, it seems like it happened in round five though. Yeah. Which is not what I expected. Yeah. I thought they were a better team than, well, to be quite honest, than 14 other teams.
2: Mm.
0: I didn't know that they would be this good because I had no idea Zach Butters would start doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And then they do all of this without their forward line, essentially.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So two weeks in a row, we've dropped, dropped our bundle um, winning positions in both games. You know, had we have won those two games, we'd be clear, clear third on the ladder. And now we're back with the back in the pack seventh. And um yeah, I think we're just gonna scrape in the finals now. Just scrape.
0: You're underneath the red and black hill, right yeah, now. Yeah, we mate. are.
1: Mm. We are. We're underneath we're underneath both your mobs, aren't we? Saints and bombers. Yes, you are. Yeah. So mm. oh, well. you're the fucking end of the human centipede. How does that feel? <laughs> 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 nah, it tastes
0: all right. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, that is disgusting. <laughs> is that uh... beef brisket? Hmm. That's it. We, I mean, we nearly fucking hell. We nearly sold the farm.
1: That was sh- yeah. T- tell tell me about your game. I mean, it was epic. Yeah, that was as that was as O G an Essendon North Melbourne game. It was. As I can remember. It really was.
0: Yeah. Um. I thought. I genuinely thought we would lose. The old Essendon definitely loses that game. Yeah. Essendon two years ago loses that game mm. for sure, and is just sitting there asking itself questions. Come Monday and. Where are we? Oh, we just got to wait two more years. Well, that, that next two years has kind of arrived. Yeah. So, luckily, we pulled it out. Pulled it out with a win. Yeah. But um, we should have buried them in the first. We dominated them, but didn't put enough of a score on the board. We should have been up by close to forty points. Yeah. Yeah. In the second quarter, we didn't take any of our chances, namely Jake Stringer, mm. and it was it just had that sense about it. Every time we missed an opportunity. You could feel them just dial it up a little bit. Yeah. And because we missed like four or five good ones and then didn't kick a goal at all in the second quarter. Yeah. Well, now there's blood in the water, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. And they to their credit, they came out and they were fucking good. They were Spirited performance. They were harder at the contest. They just weren't as well set up. Yeah. And I think that's what let them down. They were actually better in terms of their effort and hard edge.
1: Yeah. They were harder to tackle than what we were. Yeah. Their veterans let them down, man.
0: Yeah, had Jack Zebo is
1: fucking shit. It was terrible, man. Yeah. He was
0: so bad. Well, he's their Dyson Apple. Yeah. Dyson Apple yeah. was no good for us. And, yeah, yeah, you know, it was kind of comical to watch them both try and lose the game for their football team. Yeah, and Zebo basically did. Yeah, that out of bounds on the full. There was an out of bounds on the full with not long to go in the game. Yeah, so costly.
1: Yeah, well, they're they're my captain and vice captain of my um, shouldn't be playing AFL All Australian team. <laughs>
0: Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Aaron Hall, average. Yeah, yeah, he is a bit average, and then the yeah.
0: selection of um, Tarrant the decision to play. Oh, Tarrant's okay, let's
1: t- talk about this.
2: <laughs> that okay,
1: all right, no holds barred. How did, um, you, how did you feel spe- about? Yeah, I'm oh, oh, terrible, man. That is, um, it's a terrible look for the entire game, really. They've let they've let the AFL down, the AFL community. Yeah, I it's don't. It's a terrible it. look, mate. Yeah, I mean, this guy was driving 120 k's with his feet on a dash about a month ago. He's Been treating women like shit on multiple occasions, police investigation, and, um, yeah, sort of just slid under the radar. Like, I didn't even know he got named. I didn't look at the team, to be fair. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was he goes, is that Taron Thomas? Mm. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> oh, oh, it is. Mm. What the fuck is he doing out there? Played all right as well. Yeah. <laughs> Played all right. Oh, well. Helped. So uh, selection integrity was, uh, yeah, nah, there's no, yeah, yeah, you, look, you, you told me. You told me in real time. It's, it's a disgraceful um, selection.
0: I, I don't love it. No, I don't love what it says about that football club. Yeah, it says that they're desperate for performance over
2: standards. moral standards. Yeah. yeah, and
0: I'm I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. Now that's the surface level view, but to be fair, for a club that's still, you know, I didn't see any pro- like lengthy statement. No, I didn't see them put out like a. I mean, put him up in front Um, of a media. Reasons why? Yeah, a small media press conference and just be like, for him to say, "I have done a ton of work." Yeah, blah blah blah. Where was that? No, you know, make it a big deal. His return to footy if he's rehabilitated. This felt like you said sneaky, sneaky. We're going to sneak him back into the team. Yeah, we're just going to start playing him again because he's done enough work. But uh, I mean, I don't know yeah I just don't like how they've handled it,
1: yeah to be honest I'm sure even North Melbourne supporters as well there, there would have been a few sour people in the crowd thinking, mm, what's he doing out there? No
0: nah, yeah dude, they are so fucking desperate mm. for success, yeah, for a taste of competitiveness, yeah that I'm sure that they were wrapped that he was back in, yeah, he played well, they were competitive. I think North people will tick this off in their mind now,
1: meanwhile, Eston supporters are leaning over to their north north counterparts um who's she. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Taryn, Gorgeous Um, Yeah Nah not a good look Not a good look I'll tell you what wasn't a good look Hugh Greenwood got fucked up Oh yeah Oh that was nasty man Yeah Yeah Got annihilated Yeah Just one of those aw- awful head knocks Like Machito Owens it was similar Yeah Like just that knee to the head Oh Yeah Nothing Not much you can do about it Nah Nah Nah, um, Josh Simkins was a little bit more innocuous. Yeah. 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 But um,
0: yeah, there's a few injuries in that game. Dylan Chill yeah. in his return game, he went off, Um, had to cop the sub. Yeah. Has he done his calf? Yeah. It looks like he might've. Spewn. Yeah.
1: You guys just have no luck with this. I mean, it's look. a bit at of a shame. Dude, your injury list. Oh, fuck. Man, the way you're performing with these guys back in the side. Jeez. God knows what you're capable of.
0: Yeah. So Setterfield and um Peter Wright. And Darcy Parrish. And Darcy Parrish yeah, should all be back post-bye. They I don't think any of them will be back next week. But Dylan no. Shear was supposed to come back now. It's like there was three starting midfielders still. Or Dylan Shear was back, but he went off injured. Yeah. So it was still short three starting midfielders and our, mm. our spearhead forward. So, yeah. yeah, it's I mean, it's good news. Yeah. But, you know, you know how it is. You've got to bring them all back in. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that. You know, sometimes it's better when you stagger
1: it yeah. rather than dump them all into the team at once. Yeah. Yeah, avoids catastrophe like but, doomsday man, stuff. Man,
0: I tell you what, when, when I like turn the turn the tally on first quarter, I'm like, who the fuck is even going to notice? Because Zach Merritt is a one man army. Well, when that guy turns it on,
1: sixteen disposals, five clearances, two goals in the first quarter. What the fuck? Two goals, man. Yeah, this is a guy who was part of a large criticism for the best part of eighteen months. They are not goal kicking midfielders. Yeah, yeah and yeah. this will always haunt Essendon. Yeah. Um, yeah, jeez. Which wasn't true. It was all
0: play style. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't about them as individuals.
1: Yeah. They were playing under Ben Rutten, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. and it wasn't quite working. But um North sent Liam Shields to him. Mm. And I thought, smart move, because you need a veteran to take yeah. care of this. Yeah. None of your kids are equipped for this. No. Not one. So and they couldn't afford to move Hugh Greenwood because we started uh, mm. Jake Stringer in so many centre bounces. Yeah. Uh so it was kind of clever. Like it was this it was a genuine tactical coaching battle. Yeah. And I was so impressed with what Brett Ratton was able to get out of that group. Yeah. Like, I hope for North's sake that he actually stays there for a bit. Yeah. They have looked so much better the last three weeks. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, whether that has to do with the change in a a fresh voice, Mm. maybe Clarkson was going a little bit hard on them. Maybe the subconsciously he was dragging the negative um, sort of dark cloud that's following him around to the football club. Yeah. Whatever it is, Mm.
1: they're doing much better. Do you know what'll happen now? Ratton's getting better. They'll sack him. Every time Ratton... will try and hire him. Every every time. Hey, you used to play for us. Carton will say Kilda will try and hire
0: him. Are you a coach that's shown six weeks of promise? Call us.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh,
3: fuck me.
0: Yeah. But yeah, no, cracking game of footy came down to the wire and it just really wrapped up what was... There was a few Sundays... Going back a couple of weeks where I'm like, footy is deplorable. Yeah. That was the best Sunday you'll get
1: in football. It was so fucking good, man. Both games and not... I wasn't looking forward to it at all. I looked at it and I'm like, this is the most depressing Sunday of footy. And it was the best Sunday of footy for the season almost. I mean, it is. It can't
0: get better than that for the season. So... Because both teams were cracking in, yeah. trying to win at all costs. When GWS went up by a goal, mm. I'm like, this is over. But then you look at the score, it was like three and a half minutes left. I'm yeah. like, nah, this is Richmond. Like, this game's still
1: on. Sir Tobias Green oh, went, mate. hold my beer. I'm going to try and will my team across the line again. Yeah, he did everything he could, didn't
0: he? Yeah. And then that finish from Marlon Pickett was beautiful. Oh, it was class, I man. mean, that's the second best highlight that he has. Yeah but it's actually the best thing that he's ever done.
1: Yes, yeah. if I'm being honest. Yeah. So. Oh, when he sold candy to a ghost. To yeah. a ghost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bl- oh my God, spin move. A oh, blind turn 20 <laughs> metres from the nearest bloke. <laughs> um, just one last thing on the North game. Yeah. You mentioned Ben Mackay performed pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for North supporters, I mean, Harry Sheasel and Wardlaw, if you ain't excited for what's possible for your future with these two leading the charge. Oh, jeez. I mean, Wardlaw had 17 touches, but it felt like he had 25. Oh, he looked good. He looked real good, man. The disposal, oh, for memory when I was watching
0: it, the disposal was a little bit questionable. Yeah. Oh, it says it was at 77%, um, but his, his like, intent and his attack on the footy I thought was great. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Uh, ben Hobbs as well looks really composed at the level. Um, yeah, so, so he was yeah. very
0: much in the the, the way that Carlton... People are talking about Paddy Dow. Yeah, that's what Ben Hobbs has been doing. Yeah, and then we picked him, and now he's playing all right. Mm. But he's also a a
1: child. Yeah. So saw Paddy Dow was the sub for Carlton this week. Came on. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. He had nine touches. Yeah, I missed the game. I missed it. Yeah, don't watch it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no. I don't even know if I want to talk about it. But anyway, um, (laughs) but yeah, Hobbsy was good. Yeah, Nick Martin. I mean, Nick Martin. yeah, Yeah, his
0: first quarter. You want to yeah. talk about first quarters? He was enormous, man. He yeah. had a goal yeah. assist. Ah,
1: keep your pants on. Keep your pants on. <laughs> goal
0: assist and a goal. And I think he had like nine touches and four clearances or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, nine touches and like six contested. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was
1: enormous. So his disposal, of, so full game, of tw- uh, full game, 21 disposals, five tackles at 86%. Yeah, three goal assists, nine score involvements, four clearances, two goals. <laughs> it's enormous, man. So clean. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. If he was in the WWE, his theme song would be So Fresh, So Clean by OutKast. You know, 100%. That's
0: so random. And
1: Jai Caldwell. Good game.
0: Uh, yeah, the whole head strapped up, mummified yep. by yep. the end of it. Um, But yeah, he, he cracks in. I mean, it, we recruited him as a young guy to maybe be able to pinch a midfield spot. People forget. This kid was getting partial opportunity at GWS yeah he's still 22 as well yeah we're gonna have a backlog of 24 year old midfielders who all demand a spot yeah we're not gonna be able to keep them all yeah but we're gonna keep the best ones
2: yeah
1: and that's pretty exciting and just you wait Elijah Elijah Sardis isn't far away
0: yeah so he's in the VFL this week mm. um didn't do a hell of a lot but yeah. whatever he's coming back from a, a proper knee injury oh he'll be good man yeah he'll be I, real good yeah yeah highly rated and
1: well, he was touted as a number one draft pick eighteen months out from the draft, yeah, and he slipped back to fifth. So, yeah, yeah he's got a plenty. He's got plenty of talent.
0: So Wardlaw was the one I wanted. Yeah, when I did sort of like a, a draft mm. dive, I was like, I want that George Wardlaw kid. But yeah, when man. they took, yeah, when they took Elijah, I was like, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, but you got to real, yeah, some potential to be realised.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyway, enough mm. about my mob. It was oh, dude, it was hearts to mouth stuff. I was nearly, I nearly fucking fell. Like I nearly. Turn it off. Yeah.
1: Because I was like, I don't know if I want to watch us lose this. Dude, I was on the phone to you for half an hour and you're like, dude, I'm actually really
2: fucking nervous. Yeah. I'll i got to go. So <laughs> um,
0: Kyle Langford, four goals. Yeah. Genuine talent this far. Yeah. Anyway, enough about my... Tell me about the Friday night game. I missed it. My boys are... Uh, for anyone following along at home, another win in the books. Well,
1: I don't know if Carlton... I don't know if Carlton have had any um, sort of um, correspondence with the AFL, but... Um, someone should let them know that they can actually play on from kick-ins <laughs> um, they play the most boring brand of football in the entire competition <laughs> I'd actually prefer I, I actually think West Coast take the game on with more dare than Carlton at the moment and that's saying something mate they are so one-dimensional boring and slow it's not funny um, they're a um, they're Geelong 2021 without any class really they just kick short kicks, short kicks, sideways kicks, or oh, um, oh, okay. So, do you know what really really rung home for me on the night? Harry McKay's a Coleman medalist, right? Yeah, he kicked kicked first got kicked his first goal for the night. Yes, they got around him like it was his first goal in AFL. Man, like I am all for teams, I am all for teammates going, hey, getting around your boy. You know, he's had it tough, but. The carry on was quite sad, so it was so it was so over the top. It yeah, was, it felt synthetic. Yeah, like there was tongues wagging and there was
0: yeah, yeah so it was, it was
2: disingenuous. So it was
1: really um really yeah yeah. They've been told
0: to. I actually listened to a. I had some thoughts about this. You know, I'm sort of like studying some of this sports psychology stuff, and yeah, I ended up finding it was this was after Friday night. I found uh, Jared's conversation yeah with a sports psychologist, and I was like, She's nailed it and she basically said that what Carlton uh, with she she intimated it and Jared put a full stop on it. Yeah. That what they are presenting to him is not the correct approach in a professional environment. Yeah. It's not about hey, when you do something good, we love you because it means when he does something bad, he thinks they don't love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about creating an environment where failure is just a moment where you can recognize op- future opportunity. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. It's yeah. like, if you make a mistake, you're safe, you're fine, everything will be okay. Yeah. But he's if he's heaping so much internal pressure on himself. Yeah. And then she made the excellent point, which is, this is all of sp- everything that goes wrong in sports in terms of stress, it changes the physiology. Yeah. So in basketball, your free throws look like shit. Yeah. This is Ben Simmons in yeah. a nutshell. Yeah. Harry Mackay is the Ben Simmons of the AFL. Yeah. And we've just given him a massive pat on the back for doing his job. That's not exactly the way it should happen. No. But look, I'm happy for him because he, he did look like he took a step
1: forward. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh, question without notice for you. Go. He signed a seven year extension. Yep. Which was practically eight years. If at the end of the season, Carlton just make the hard decision, shop him around. With your war chest. Do you even bat an eyelid and take, would you bat an eyelid? Would yeah, you take, I'd take that him. contract on? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But they're paying 250000 a year of it.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the price.
2: Mm.
0: You guys, you guys paid him yeah. when you didn't have to. Yeah. And now when he's lost some trade value. Yeah. You want to get rid of him? Mm. It's not exactly how it works,
1: mate. No, exactly.
0: We're not paying the full weight of your mistake. Yeah. You have to pay some of it. Yeah, that's the. It, this is exactly the Brody. Well, you don't contract.
1: buy a luxury car, flog it for a hundred thousand k's, and sell it for what you bought it for, do you? Not if it's a Range Rover, you don't. No, The most fast appreciating car in the world.
0: Yeah. So, but this is the Brody Grundy contract. It's exactly the same set of circumstances. A lot of tens driving them though. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of married tens
1: driving them, Jacko. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Alzy's waiting for hers. She wants one so bad. <laughs> and I said, good luck. I said, you might want to go shopping again, honey.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Here's a matchbox <laughs> car. Here's yeah. a Hyundai Kona. Enjoy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you think of that? Like if they said he's a million dollars a year, there's seven more years to go. Yeah. Does the Carlton Footy Club accept paying 200 to $250,000 a year of his wage to get rid of him?
1: Yeah. If it's going to help him in the long run. On field,
0: I don't see them getting rid of him for the, dude. What they should do is shop Zach Williams, yes, and fucking pay
1: to yeah. get rid of him.
2: Yeah,
0: that's their problem.
2: Yeah, he's not fixing anything. No, even Zach Williams. Where's he going though? At
0: his best, yeah, the best version of Zach Williams, is yeah. barely helping this Carlton team right now. Yeah, 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 because they can't even figure out how to use Adam Sard, yeah. or George Hewitt mm. or Matthew Kennedy. Like they're having so many problems across the board with guys. Who are worth less but can produce. Yeah. That a guy who I don't even know if he's better than those players. Yeah. I don't even think he's better than Adam Sard.
1: Yeah. Even at his best. And Blake Akers is getting a lot of footy, but it was that just a just was that a just because acquisition? I
0: did a deep dive on him because we were doing our we've got our All Australian coming up, which is super exciting later in the pod. And I was like, is he have a case as a winger? Because there's only a handful of genuine wingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Fucking nowhere near it. No. So not a great career move for him. Not an intelligent move from Carlton. Yeah. However, their out is to blame it all on the coach. Yeah. That's their out. If they really want to pull the trigger, that's their out. However, it leads itself. It just, it just pulls itself back into that toxic Carlton culture. Yeah. Of demanding just add water success. Mm. And they think that the coach is the just add water element because yeah. everything's correct. Well, it's deeper than that. Yeah. It goes further than that. And uh, yeah, I'm not too sure, man. I, I, My personal opinion is we'll watch this Carlton list roll through its premiership window and then reset. Yeah. And we'll be in the space where it's Paddy Cripps never won a final. And if he did, he'll be, you know, 35 and mm. a role player. Yeah. Kind of like, well, it's unfair to say Pendles because Pendles is still a star.
1: But it's like Freo winning a premiership in two years and Nat Fife's just hundred percent just out there. Hundred percent, yeah.
0: That's exactly what it is. Yeah, you know them winning a, a final with Mundy still in the yeah. team. It's like well, yeah.
1: we've seen it before with Hawthorne. I mean, Shane Crawford was just out there, wasn't he?
0: hundred yeah. percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Had Ro- been, romantic end to a very good career, but he was just out there. Yeah, yeah. Bob yeah. Murphy. Well, he wasn't out there. <laughs> You fucking cunt.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. Nah.
1: Speaking of which, uh, is being inducted into the Western Bulldogs Hall of Fame this year. So Is he? Yeah. Hats off to Bob. For what? He's been a good cobber. <laughs> That's your
0: Hall of Fame?
1: That is our You're Hall of Fame. Full of
0: good cobs.
1: Yeah. What's your favourite song? Oh, How to Make Gravy, Paul, Paul Kelly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's yeah. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right. Well, we've uh, covered most of the games. Now we do have the the two beltings to cover. Did you watch either of these games? The West Coast Collingwood game for one.
1: Watched half an hour of it, and it was the and the the one half an hour of it I did watch was the best version of Elliot Yo I've seen in so fucking Mate, long, man. He was good. He was so amazing to I'm watch. I'm
0: telling you, there was there was moments in there where I
1: genuinely thought. West Coast are going to steal this game. (laughs) Now, there was heaps of time left. It would have just made sense with the season we're having. Agreed. Yeah. That 18th beats first. Agreed. Now, Collingwood did what they always do. Mm. They're a fourth quarter team.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, they sorted their shit out. But to be quite honest, the way in which they were beaten for nearly a whole half was concerning. Because they were smashed around the footy. Mm. But Elliot Yo. He was willing his... I mean, it was mid-second quarter and he was just throwing everything at contests. Yeah. Um, Winning clearances and then thumping it forward and taking contested marks and doing absolutely everything. Oscar Allen, mate, we'll get to our All-Australian. I I mean, he's missed mine and I'm guessing he missed yours. Yeah. But fuck me, he's close. Mm. Like, he's not out of the conversation for the end of the year. Oscar Allen. It just if that West Coast team can play like they have for the last couple of weeks for the rest of the year, sure, they won't win that many games. Yeah. But, I mean, they're going to at least have him take a step forward. Yeah. A bunch of other guys take a step forward. And they're still doing this with... They've got to figure out who their captain's going to be going forward. Luke Shui's not the answer. No. It's unfortunate what's happened to him, but he's not the answer.
1: Luke (laughs) (laughs) Huey? No, it is a shame.
0: But that, like Dom Sheed had 43 touches. Now yep. I don't particularly rate Dom Sheed and he made some clangers in that game that were quite costly. Mm. Got really, but he made was a
1: clanger after the game too. Do you hear what he said? Yeah, I did yeah. hear what he said. I
0: don't know if it was a, cl- he sh- if he said, well, he said, I think that that's worth a month or two. Yeah.
1: The or two part.
0: The or yeah. two didn't matter, but I only read the quote.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I heard it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't sound impressed. Well, I'm not surprised he wasn't impressed. Yeah, yeah. That but, did, um, so my question is, why why didn't no one fly the flag? Like the team they, on its haunches? I don't I
0: don't think they noticed, man. Nah. I don't think they did Because Fuck. I think the it's one of those did. moments the crowd did. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I think it's one of those moments where the ball got released. Yeah, it was Jordan DeHorn Francis for the rest of the game. Oh yeah. Fuck. Deservedly so. Yeah. DeGoy's any anyone who had uh who was dis- um What's the right word? Who was mentally ill enough to think that Jordan DeGoy might actually win the Brownlow this year. That's not happening, right? That's a Collingwood fantasy. Yeah. And off the back, I said it last week, off the back of playing one of the worst teams in the comp, people started elevating him to, he's a lock for all Australian. He's a yeah. chance to win Brownlow. He's a blah, blah, blah. He had a bad game even before that happened. Yeah. He was, you know, if you can be elevated by playing a bad team, you have to be, you have to be, Taken back down a couple of pegs when you have a bad game against a bad team. Yeah. Elliot Yo was better than Jordan DeGoey. Yeah. There were a bunch of guys better than Jordan DeGoey in that game. And then he he pulled that out, and I think the ball had been released. Yeah. And he jumped up. I think it was just one of those moments where you don't expect someone to get fucking flatlined.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: Elijah Hewitt didn't expect that. Jesus. Definitely
0: not. Oof. Definitely not. So, yeah, I'm fine with three weeks. Yeah. But I appreciate the fact that i think the competition at the moment might be asking for four yeah
1: yeah well i put it to you before um if tom stewart does what he did to prestia this week it's five or six with the it is narrative around the head knocks now it's absolutely five or six yeah yeah mm. so yeah three or four four yeah five's too much for me Oh, no, yeah. five's way too yeah. much yeah Five? I could see them trying it. The I OFL. think I
0: think five has to have malice.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. For mine, it wasn't that malicious. For mine, he he was remorseful straight away. Like people were saying, he didn't show remorse. I think he knew he straight away. He was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Put oh, his no. hand up, and I didn't. Know,
0: I didn't think he was. Nah, it
1: wasn't malicious. It was just clumsy and like. Yeah,
0: it was very clumsy. Yeah, I think mean, in his in his head he was trying to ratchet up the the tension.
1: It's a shame because um games like King's Birthday are made for this guy. Oh man Petrarca versus him, yeah, man, fuck mm.
0: I mean these are the two guys vying for like genuinely these two are vying
1: for all Australian spots, yeah, maybe the
0: same all Australian spot,
1: yeah, like that half forward they'll put they'll put one of them on a half forward, yeah,
0: some people will have both, but I don't know, I don't know anymore mm. he's if he get if he misses four weeks, which will end up being five weeks, yeah. The problem is you drop out of the narrative cycle. Yeah. No one's writing stories about you. Yeah. No one even cares. Mm. And when you come back, you're so, you've got five weeks without any game, any touch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe lose pace with the game. And so, you know, no Brownlow votes for the ne- for the first week back or maybe the second. And then, Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. That four weeks becomes five in real mm. time. And then it actually becomes seven. Yeah. Before you produce something good. Yeah. Now, it's not the worst. If they're going to make a grand final, which it looks like they might. Yeah. History says 11-1. and one. Not the worst thing in the world to have a nice extended mid-season break. Yeah. Did you hear... I'll be I'll be putting money on him for a Norm Smith medal. Do you hear that Collie... Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. He's exactly the type of guy you bet on for the Norm yeah. Smith. Mm. Yeah, super talent Yeah. Do you hear Collie would say that if he wanted to... If he gets like four weeks or whatever, and he wants to have a bid season holiday oh, no, they no. would sanction it this is no joke They man. no yes
1: no 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 they're trying
0: to say he's done so much work and he's a completely different player that that would be okay oh. and the point was made he needs to say thanks but no thanks I'll stay here and put in the work yeah if he says yeah cool I'll take you up on your, on your offer I'll fuck off for a week or two oh no man I'll genuinely lose some respect for him
2: yeah yeah well, it just
1: tells you it's a man that's not learnt from his mistakes, and he's putting himself. In. Well, he's not. Well, he, he's, you know, he might go over there and not do anything wrong. No, he's the not fact make the he's same gone over there, again. it's a bad look again. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, that was that was a real thing that happened today. Jesus, man.
1: Mm. Yep, fascinating. Anyway, the... Uh, it surprises me because I, I, I would have thought Craig McRae is very much. A, no, you're staying here, bro. You are staying right here.
0: No, 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 no. I think mm. Craig McRae is trying to be. Um, he's trying to be Phil Jackson with the Bulls, man.
1: Yeah. It's
0: trying to be like, I, you know, wanting to understand. Yeah,
1: Dennis Robin. Yeah, you can go and yeah. the Hulk Hogan with steel chairs and smoke cigars you on WCW. You want to go to Vegas? Yeah.
0: You want to marry Carmen Electra and just fuck her for 48 hours and then get divorced?
1: You do what you need to do. Sounds pretty good. It sounds great.
0: But <laughs> <laughs>
1: sounds good now. Have you seen her
0: now? <laughs> <laughs> um, the big story out of that game that yep. shouldn't be bypassed is how good Nick Dagos had a great game. Tom Mitchell had a, a very good game. Yeah. Um, I thought Taylor Adams had one of his better games for the year. Yeah. Um, However, they look like they've lost Bo McCreary for a while, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. He's playing good footy. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: So it wasn't, this is not great. Like, if they're going to lose, they're going to lose to Goey and Bo McCreary. And yeah, they're going to come up to uh, King's birthday a little bit underdone. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, have they just absolutely poleaxed West Coast? Mm-hmm. What Melbourne dished up against Carlton, I'd be putting all my money on Collingwood. I think this makes it genuinely 50-50 now. Yeah. So it, it's exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, last uh, blowout. I actually watched this entire game. I didn't anticipate yeah. I would. Yep. Yeah. Port Hawthorne. <laughs> I thought we were on track for record stuff. Yeah. Record, like, within the last decade type record stuff. Yeah. Um, Port managed to kick... 16 goals nine in the first half. The scoreworm is a legitimate mountain. (laughs) It is like the thousand steps in the scoreworm. It's fascinating. Q, I don't know what, but some type of Hawthorne revival where they're just like, fuck this, we're not gonna take it, lying down. Yeah, they were enormous men, they were sensational. Mitch Lewis was good. Luke Bruce was huge. Yep. The goal kickers in this game: five to Bruce, five to Finlayson, five to Marshall, four to Rioli, three to Mitch Lewis. It was like it was a feast of forward line activity. Amazing. It was great to watch.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: Did you get to catch it at all? No. Oh, didn't unfortunately. Honestly, you missed a good one. I know it's still a blowout. They still lost by. uh, I should go back and watch the mini, at least, shouldn't I? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very entertaining.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, hats off. Had up, Luke Bruce, 500 goals for his career now. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hall of Famer? Has to be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We said it uh, not that long ago. He's the second best forward, small forward Mm. of, is it fair to say, yeah, since Stephen Milne? Correct. Yeah. So the last 10 years? Yep. Yeah. Charlie Cameron probably goes past him. Yeah. Toby Green almost certainly does, but they're not done. And he feels like he's still, he's like at the end of his career. Yeah. Yep. but fuck man what a player he's amazing yep he is um horny boy Horn Francis yep another good game man mm. he's a good player he is that I, so much of what was wrong was just the north culture yeah that's so obvious yeah. once I watch him play now yeah now maybe it was I guess you could argue I
1: don't know that for sure maybe it's well, he's ooh. always in the sauna at Alberton <laughs> so yeah loves an ice bath yeah, <laughs> yeah. loves him loves him yeah <laughs>
0: Filled with the tears of North Melbourne supporters. <laughs> um, my boy Todd Marshall, five goals. You know I love him. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. A,
2: he's a jet.
0: He's a fucking jet. Yeah. Um, and Zach Butter's carried on doing what he was doing. He's the highest AFL rated player on the ground. Um, Jeremy Finlayson. Did you hear the news about his wife?
1: Yeah. How good is that? That's fucking amazing. Fucking incredible. So I watched the piece. It was with the project project. So forgive me. So when I said peace last week, yeah,
0: you fucking.
1: Nah, you bent she had a sit-down sit special on the project, and um, unbelievable what she's overcome. Yeah, yeah. She had a tennis ball mass in her lung,
0: and then they just had a scan, and they're like, "Oh, it looks like there's nothing there. Nothing there. What the fuck? <laughs> if that ain't it's some black magic shit? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I rapped for him. Yeah, when I heard that. I heard like I heard the story, and then he fucking was so good, Finlayson. Yeah, man. Like in the first, he kicked five goals in the first half. So Is he? he?
1: Way better than we ever thought he would be. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He kicked five in the first half, dude. Yeah. And I thought this guy, which. Four was, in the first quarter, I heard.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think
0: five is his career best. Yeah.
1: Had him, his, I, had him, I had him two or more, and I'm like, I hope he gets him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <geez. laughs> Tick.
0: <laughs> I thought he was on, on track for 10. Yeah. And they were going to win by 140 points. Mm. That's what I was expecting to happen. So yeah. the fact Hawthorne kept in goalless in the second half was miraculous, but.
1: He's just had such a good week. Yeah. um, Wrapped for him. Yeah. That's such a good news story. It is a great news story. So, yeah, shout out to them. All right.
0: So, that's the games. Before we take a quick break and we come back with our All-Australian, which is going to be lengthy,
1: in-depth, and controversial. Yeah. You've got something to share. I do. Um, I'm glad I didn't forget it. Did you hear Brad Scott's drive-by with Sarah Jones? No. Didn't you? No, please. She asked him. Uh, what's it like coming up against your old, your old, your old club for the first time? He goes, oh, not going to lie, it's unique, but um, it's almost, it's quite familiar territory with the four forty time slot. Did he really? You did, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love Back Brad in, Scott. Yeah, man. I love you. Yeah,
1: yeah. He goes, he goes, he goes. It, goes, it all feels so familiar being in this four forty time slot. What a jab, dude. dude! If he carries on like this for two or three years, yeah. He'll be an Essendon man for the rest of his
0: life. Yeah. Because we will love him. Yeah. And at the end, North treated him like absolute garbage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, It's the best drive-by since he... David King. David King, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. So, yeah, I had to share that. 440? Amazing. I can't believe I missed that.
0: Yeah. I need to make him ringtone. That's so good. That's amazing. So good, man. Um, All right. I'm about to wet my pants so let's take a quick break no worries but when we come back I'm
1: about to shit them <laughs> <laughs> you know how nervous I get when I have to put lists in front of you <laughs>
0: you know poor poor the moth here said I don't have any notes
1: <laughs> I've just got my team written down I think I've so. got
0: a, I've got a word document yeah. probably got 2000 words in it yeah so when we come back in depth all Australian uh, we'll do our MVP votes as well yeah and uh, hopefully a little bit yeah. Bit extra yeah
1: so i've just got names written down and you look like you've got a fucking t's and c's for a house loan <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll be back
0: hey there fat side family jacko and i want to thank you for supporting the program and listening every week we'd love if you could jump on our socials give us a like and of course make sure that if you're listening through spotify that you hit that bell button so you get the pod as soon as it drops fresh every single week we will be here every round of 2023 Thanks again. Let's get stuck back into it. And we're back. So something I forgot to mention before, but it had yes. been on my mind today, thinking yep. about the Jordan yeah incident. And it leads into what you said earlier about had Tom Stewart done to Brestia, would he, Yeah. if he had done it this year, it's five to six weeks. My boy, Zach Merritt had a, had a really good game on the weekend. Now I don't actually think he's going to win the Brown loan. mm Hmm. But I've kind of got him on like eleven votes at the moment. Yeah, yeah, which I don't think is unreasonable. Definitely on ten.
1: Yeah, maybe could 11. he have gotten nine from his last three games? Nearly, pretty much.
0: Yeah. So I think I had him on eight. I had him roughly on about eight and a half before the weekend. Yeah. Question mark about how many he got, but he was yeah, yeah he was exceptional. So the thing is that he he's not eligible because mm. he got done. I know got done for that something that he wouldn't have got done for 2 years. And you know ago. what?
1: That's why he wasn't in the betting market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Really frustrating because we thought it would have been a nice smoky little, yeah. you know, he should be on nine votes. Now I feel like a
1: dick eggs a live chatted a bloke of an in- ineligible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It would have been like, yeah, dude.
0: That was pretty <laughs> foolish, but do you see how so I I understand the integrity of having the Brownlow Medal be about the best and fairest but we are litigating and suspending blokes out of contention if they do something unfair. They're not getting a week anymore. No. They're getting up to a month. Yeah. How do you win the... If you are capable of winning the Brownlow after being done for a month, you deserve to win the (laughs) Brownlow. I'm being serious right now. We're giving blokes a week for nothing. Yeah. Have we reached the point where we really need to remove that from the Brownlow contention? Because uh, let me put it Ugh. to you let me put it to you this way. Yeah. Do you genuinely think there's a single person out there, neutral, anti accident or otherwise, who if I said, Do you think Zach Merritt's an
1: unfair player, they would say absolutely yes he is. <laughs> no, no one would say that. They wouldn't say the, they wouldn't say that about Luke Parker either. Right. Like he's having a terrible year. And had
0: but, Rory Laird got suspended yeah. for that tackle, yeah. no one would say it about Rory Laird either. No. So the whole premise was to keep it within the best and fairest. Yeah. There are fair players mm. who are going to miss the opportunity to win the sport's highest individual accolade. Yeah. Because we're in this weird litigation mode. Yeah. I don't think that that's fair. Yeah. I think we've if we're going to ratchet the dial up, I'm not saying that we shouldn't, but I don't know where it's... What <sighs> it happened in the 90s, mate. Chris Grant,
1: criminally unlucky. Criminally unlucky. Yeah. But you still had to do something to miss a week, then. Yeah. What did he actually do? It was just a. It was a late hit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Learned it off his little, little Italian dwarf liver. (laughs) But do you get what I mean?
2: Yeah. Like I do. Yeah.
0: There are so yeah. They just play the game the right way. Yeah. And and then because they like oh the uh, Jeff Gleason gets up there and says well you know you had the grip of the a strength of five koalas for half a second too long, <laughs> and that means that you need to miss a week. Yeah. Like, it's just the most ridiculous bullshit.
1: Well, if the other player gets chlamydia, then sure. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Jordan Degoy will have a bit to answer for.
2: <laughs> Fucking
1: gone Raya, that <laughs> Fucking VD all
0: over the job <laughs> So I really think it's time to remove it, man. Yeah. If you can miss a week for anything, basically, now, yeah. anything, then it's, it's, not, it's not fair that we take the chance for them to win, yeah, the sport's yeah. greatest individual accolade away from
1: them. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. Well, I was sniffing around for a bit of browning around, but I've come up with something somewhat controversial in Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I made a comment on this post, but I uh, I saw a notable name underneath my comment. And uh, it was the Cain Corns quote of, Jordan Dugowie really struggles to go a full season without having a mishap. It was a cheap shot and it was every bit of four weeks. Now, Kane Corns has blown it a little bit out of the water. He did. It's just what he's doing at the moment. Yeah. Um, for mine it was just a clumsy brain fart. We've touched on that. But I scroll down. Dane Beams. Verified account? Verified account. Beamer underscore nine, blue tick. Mm-hmm. Kane talking sense for once. Oh. And I go, oh. Dump, dum, dump. Dum. Yeah, this is one of your boys. Like, you've totally been to Vegas with this guy, surely. Oh, they've... they've- They've gotten chlamydia off the same chick. Yeah, man. Oh, for sure. So, I scroll down. There's shitloads of replies to his comment. People saying, showing your true colours here, mate. What? Are you being for real? Post more COVID conspiracies, champ. So you get champ too. What a petty comment. But I kept scrolling and I see another blue tick. Brody Holland. Seriously, what the fuck? Here he is. And he replies very serious so I don't know what he has against Jordan Dugowie and the Collingwood Football Club who have eh, we debated it a few years ago Collingwood probably saved his life at the time um he wasn't in a good way and you know people people make mistakes and have tough roads I get that but Collingwood you know swung in and you know extended an olive branch they did. So, they
0: they might have also. Um, they probably enabled his behaviour whilst he was on the list. Yeah, I think they yeah. saved him when he was desperate to get out of Brisbane and should have gotten out
1: of
2: hand. Yeah,
1: but yeah, who
2: yeah. who knows? And then he
1: responds to someone else saying the truth hurts some people. So yeah, I mean, it, it sounds to me like he's got it out for Jordan
0: Dugui.
2: Yeah, and he really decided does
1: that. This is his revenge, which is yeah. a really weird space to be
2: in. But <laughs> sure,
0: mate.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep tabs on this because it was only yesterday. So there'll be more people. Coming across it, so I'll um, I'll update you on the uh, the Dane, quaddy beams. Please do this chronicles is as, close, as close as I get to Days of Our Lives material. <laughs> but i <laughs>
0: watching a yeah. couple of Collingwood has-beens talk
1: about their current <laughs> best player. Oh <laughs> uh, dear. Anyway, should we put it off any longer?
0: No, I think it's time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're a, you're a
3: fucking idiot. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the uh fat side midseason all Australian. Now I've yeah,
1: I've done it I've done a fair bit of work here. <laughs> it's fair to say. I've got a written down team. You've got your reasons why to nearly every player. <laughs> a
0: Couple of notable mentions and, and their stats. Yeah. I went I went deep on this. I you know, we're not gonna get it right. The yep. reality is that it changes from mid-year to the end of year. There are a couple of blokes who look like locks. It changes within a fortnight in some spots. It very much can. Now, pre-season, I would have said Stephen May is guaranteed. And yep. that guy is having a crap year, mm. by his own standard. And this stuff happens
1: all the time. Felt strange not writing his name down.
0: I thought Jacob Wiedering would be the centre-half back All-Australian for five years. Mm. You know, And he's not going to be this year, I don't think. Yeah, that he doesn't, doesn't even have a wallet. So. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> nothing to put in it.
1: <laughs> so... You know, it's hard when it's in Zimbabwe.
0: It's tricky because it you're right, like it does it changes every like three weeks. Yeah. And it's it's really tough. So what happens now might look stupid one week from now when they have a bad game or someone yeah. else has a great one. But the reality is you're just rewarding the guys who've stood out in their position, mm. done the most for their team, but yeah, set themselves apart from their uh colleagues yeah. up until this point. So we'll start from the back line, mm-hmm. we'll go One line at a
1: time. Yep. And since yours should be easy breezy, how about you read me your full back line, mate? My full back line is Callum Wilkie of St. Kilda, James Sicily of Hawthorne, Tom Stewart of Geelong. Lovely. Yes. Yours?
0: Well, you've missed the guy that a lot of people have as a lock. Yep. And his name is Charlie Ballard from the Gold Coast Suns. We'll get to him. Oh, he's not in your back pocket? No. Oh, okay. I see. You've just swapped a couple around there. Yes. It's fine. Uh, I've got Charlie Ballard, Darcy Moore, Cal Wilkie. Yep. It doesn't really matter in what position they're in. Um, Charlie Ballard, number one for contested marks in the comp. Yep. And for intercept marks in the comp amongst all key defenders. Yep. Um, He's rated elite for total kicks, above average for score launches as well. Absolute breakout year. year 23-year-old, 195 centimeters. Yep. He's a genuine genuinely high-quality defender, but yeah. in place of, um, it should be said that we both probably would have had Sam
1: Taylor had he not got injured yeah, definitely. on this line. Yeah. And I think that's the spot Charlie Ballard is taking yeah. right now. I would have almost taken, would have, sounds ridiculous, I would have almost taken him over Tom Stewart, Sam Taylor. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, At
0: yeah, full back, I've got Darcy Moore. Yeah. Number two, in those same aerial defensive stats I said as Ballard, contested marks and intercept marks yeah. in, in the comp. He's contested one-on-one in terms of loss percentage. It's top five. So he's lost four one-on-ones out of 31 contests. Freak. Yeah. It's pretty good. But like I mentioned earlier, there are some games where teams have gone around him on purpose. Mm. So there are players with more one-on-ones. Yeah. But you need to dodge this man because he is so good at the intercept aerial. He is.
2: Yeah. This
0: does force him to be third man up in a bunch of contests. Yep. Which means... Surprise, surprise. He leads the league for spoils. Yep. 94 spoils. <laughs> 94 spoils in 12 games. It's a serious number. He's a very serious player. Yeah. He was one of my... It's like he can lock that away. Yeah. Before yep. I even started thinking about it, lock mm-hmm. it away. Yeah. And then my uh, other back pocket is Cal Wilkie. He's number two amongst key defenders for disposals. Yeah. Number two for effective kicks. Mm-hmm. This is just key defenders. Number three for marks. Top 10 amongst key defenders for... Um, intercept marks as well. Yep, and his top performances have been enormous this year. Yeah, vote worthy, in fact. Yeah, I do think he's a bit vulnerable going forward, keeping mm-hmm. this spot. Yeah, um, probably the most vulnerable out of all of those three. But yeah, for right now, he's in there.
2: Yeah,
1: and he'll even process your tax return, the accountant.
0: <laughs> now I'm going to give you a random name of a guy who's not going to make it. Yeah, but when I was going through all the numbers,
1: Jack Buckley. Yeah, dude. Can I just say one thing? You know that twenty two I was talking about of um players not to have bounced a football? Yeah. He took two on the weekend on the wing. Yeah, that team changed a lot. Yeah. On the last on the weekend just gone. Dude, I messaged AFL Central and I'm like, Jack Buckley, two bounces. And then he made a post saying, Oh my like I made a Jack Buckley appreciation post. Yeah. And um screenshot all the DMs that he got. Free slides and I'm in it.
0: <laughs> Huge. That's your claim to fame. It is We'll show your children that one day.
1: Yep. I'm a pride. Yep. And they'll be like, dad, you're a fucking loser.
0: (laughs) So Jack Buckley leads all key defenders in tackles, pressure acts, Mm. and he has had to contest the most one-on-ones out of any player in the competition. Wow. His loss rate is 23%. Yeah. Which might not sound fantastic, but it's in line with Charlie Ballard. It's not that bad. It's above average. Yeah. So he's putting in that work without Sam Taylor. 72 contested 1v1 competitions that he has had to face. How many of those have been since Sam Taylor? I couldn't be fucked doing the stats on that. But I'm imagining that the number's quite big. So this guy's really, if you're a GWS fan, it was soldier out, soldier in. Mm. This is really good news for them. Yeah, it is. Especially with the ending of the career of Phil Davis. Nick Haynes will start slowing down. This is great. They've, yep. they've really found someone here mm.
1: alright half back you line. even mentioned Conor Iden in their back back six as well JWS yeah yeah. Well, like, yeah he's, he's shown showing plenty notable mention in the next line but yep. thanks for fucking that
0: up <laughs> alright let's give me a half back line
1: sorry uh, Nick Dacos Darcy Moore Charlie, Charlie Ballard okay yeah yeah so I've probably got him out of position so but... do you
0: have Tom Stewart in your back line
1: yeah is that what you said yeah
2: right 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 yeah
0: okay Yep. Yep. So a uh, Sicily Moore thing, whatever. Yeah, I, know. I just yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not too fast. I I almost looked at it in the sense that Darcy I just see Darcy Moore running fucking everywhere. And that like yeah, he does what he needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: But so does Sicily to an extent. Well, he does, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So they're, they're very much the same player. Yeah. They're just so good yeah. both of them as backline jewels. Um so yeah, obviously I've got uh Nick Dakos now. He's got more goals than any defender. Yeah more goal assists, more shots on goal, more score involvements, the most disposals in the league. Mm -hmm. All that said, in terms of keeping a defensive spot in the All-Australian team, he's the most vulnerable for me. Mm. He doesn't have defensive stats. He has one spoil, no contested 1v1s recorded for the year. Wow. According to the data. His pressure acts in the defensive half of the ground are subpar for defenders. But they're okay. They're like he's like I don't know hundredth in the league for midfielders. Yeah, he does chase the footy. Yeah, right? Four intercept marks for the whole season, which is the same as for the whole season. For the whole season, this is the same as Aaron Hall, who's played five games. It's the same as Alex uh, Chincotta, who played Jesus, five, who played five games. His kicking efficiency isn't like it's super elite. It's average for a defender. I know what he provides. Yeah. I understand it. So it's a complete aberration. He's not a defender. Yeah. He's a midfielder who sits behind the ball. Yeah. And we've been saying that since the start of the year. Mm. It's the easiest job in the game. Yeah. Well, it's what Jordan Dawson was doing at Sydney, really, isn't it? Yeah, but Jordan Dawson had genuine contested one-on-ones because of his oh, yeah. size his he size, had to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's the size of Bond. And he was an elite kick. Yeah, He was
0: maybe the best kick in the comp when yeah. he was doing that. So Nick Dacos is an average kick of the football who yeah. doesn't defend one-on-one whatsoever, Yeah, barely lays tackles, doesn't take any intercept marks. Yeah, He really just chases the ball around 10, 15 metres off the back of the pack. Now, I'm not saying that that's not a role, mm. But if you are to keep a spot in an all Australian team, you'd want to start having some defensive stats. Yeah. Otherwise, let's call him a winger and he gets a spot. Mm. Cause I think he des- he deserves to get get a spot no matter yeah, what. Yeah, Of course. Yeah. But his defensive stats are non
2: existent. Yeah.
0: Really. He provides a ton of scoring as a yeah. half back
1: ball user. But he's like
0: I mean the the Can right- you see
1: him being becoming an eighty percent an eighty percent centre bounce midfielder? Yeah, they've sent him... He's got a couple of stoppages. Yeah, yeah. He's got some stoppage work. But he's
0: also a little bit small. He is. He looks small, doesn't he? He's small. Yeah. He's a small fella. I just... I'm just... Yeah. Guys like Jack Sinclair are only a... Like, they're a good month away from taking his spot. Yeah. The stats aren't that big of a gap. Yeah. Lockie
1: Whitfield has started to have a few good weeks too. Oh, huge. Yeah, if he keeps it up, I mean... A big 30... A a big near match winning 32 on the weekend. Hmm. Like, he was... Surging for the Giants. So I know
0: it sounds crazy because Nick Dacos is a lock right now for an All Australian spot. But yeah, I was stunned at the complete lack of defensive stats. Yeah, so we'll see. Oh well, yeah, like no we'll defensive profile. Yeah. Uh, my last halfback flank. Yeah, this is a cur- this is a curveball. Yeah, Luke Ryan.
1: Yeah, he's a notable mention of mine. I looked at his numbers.
0: Number two for marks. Yeah. Number two for kicks. Yeah. Number one in the competition for effective kicks. Yeah. Number one. In the competition for kicking efficiency. <laughs> it's insane, man. Yep. 90% he goes at by foot. He's number three for rebound 50s. He's above average in the league for spoils, contested 1v1 contests, and has a great 1v1 uh, loss percentage. Yeah. He's a weapon, man. Yeah. He's an absolute weapon in a team that has. That, they were playing a defensive brand all year, mm. but then they, now they figured out their stuff forward of the ball. Yep. And I'm. Yeah. He's an on-field leader. I think he's probably gone... That's a great selection. ...under the radar. But yeah, he's having a a very, very serious game. So number one for kicking efficiency of all defenders that average over 15 touches. Beautiful. Mm. Uh, So yeah, that's my half-back line. Oh, Connor Iden. Yeah. um, Notable mention. Yeah. He's having a good year. Doesn't meet the standard of these other guys, but...
1: Really like coming into putting, his own putting out there. Yep.
0: All right. Your midfield Describe to me the setup of your midfield.
1: I've got, yes. Yes. Well, I've got two genuine wingers and a center genuine center as do I. Yes. So please. Yes. Josh Dacos, Lockie Neal, Nick Martin. Damn straight. Is that yours? Um. I, well, I love the
0: Nick Martin pick. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Let me, let me have a little moment with Nick Martin. Um, he's, <laughs> this is no Just shit Don't get it on my face He's number four in the competition Yep For goal assists Yep He has the best accuracy mm-hmm. Out of all goal kicking uh, Out of the top ten goal kicking midfielders In front of the sticks Nine goals from 16 shots Yep In contrast, Chai Bolton As a midfielder yep. Has kicked 15 goals from 35 shots Yep uh, he's averaging 21 disposals at 75% efficiency. Amongst wingers, he's number one for kick rating, score assists, and score involvements. Spent 73% of his total time this year as a winger. Champion data, who, yeah, sure, it's them. Um, they say he's on track for the best statistical winger season since Steel side bottom in 2016. Wow. When you think about
1: what we thought of Ed Langdon in 2021... Yeah. Yeah. to
0: think that his numbers are actually more impactful than that.
1: Yeah. Now, it's champion data. Because Ed Langdon was walking on our teams right. oh, back then.
0: God, how walking fucking good. Yeah. So good. And uh, Ed Langdon's still running the same kilometers. Yeah. Still playing the same percentage of game time. Yeah. But just not quite having the impact. All duck, no dinner, brother. Shaved his head as well. So. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The Samson effect. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, people are starting to catch on to Nick Martin, man. Yeah. But that's what it is. It's like he's kicked nine goals. Yeah. You know, we're pretty happy to... Um, I heard some arguments about why some people should have been All-Australian. Yeah. Based on the fact that they averaged a goal a game. Well, mm. he's like two goals shy of that. Yeah. And he's number four in the entire comp for goal assists, which makes him number two amongst all midfielders for goal assists. Yeah. The guy's having an, an enormous impact. Yeah. Lockie Neal's my centre. Yes. Number two for clearances uh, averaged behind Darcy Parish. Yeah. Elite for contested possessions, intercepts, ground ball gets, score launches, pressure acts. Number one center clearance player in the game. Yeah. Number one score launching player of all midfielders in the game. Yeah. Number six for contested possessions. Amazing. But he has the least turnovers of the top 10 midfielders. Wow. And he's number three for ground ball gets. It's, It's having a... Think about the additions they've had to that midfield. Yeah.
1: So, so we 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 sat here and thought, gee, he'll never win a Brownlow again because Josh Dunkley's there. He won't
0: win a Brownlow because he doesn't get the seven more touches you need yeah. to get the Brownlow. He's averaging twenty-seven touches. Yeah. But he's having maybe as good an impact yeah. as his Brownlow year mm. with those twenty-seven. He's elite because you think about the season Dunkley's having. Yeah. The season Ashcroft is having. Yeah. And Lockie Neal is still top 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 two or top five for yeah. everything that
1: matters even the past center, month mcluggage is having
0: yeah yeah so i think he, i think he's actually been underrated a little bit yeah these impacts per possession may have increased mm. lucky Neal. yeah yeah it's just 27 touches doesn't look anywhere near as sexy as 32 33 yeah. 34 that's yeah. the only difference yeah mm. my other wing yep mason wood
1: yeah <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I know. Josh I compared Dacos I compared the pair with Josh Dacos and him, and I ended up taking Josh Dacos.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah, uh, ten goals for the year, Mason Wood. Yeah, number one for marks amongst all midfielders. Number yeah. four amongst all midfielders for one percenters because mm. he gets back in defence. Yeah, and he gets forward and kicks goals. Mm. He has had three point nine intercept possessions per game. He leads all mids, every single midfielder for contested marks. And intercept marks. Wow. That's the work he does, man. Mm. It's enormous. Yeah. Number two of all midfielders for spoils. Yeah. So if Nick Martin's on one wing being your attacking, goal assist, goal kicking midfielder, mm. Mason Wood is the defensive one. Yeah. And Josh Dakos is somewhere in between both of them. He's not quite as good as, as an attacker as Nick Martin right now. Mm. And he's definitely not quite as good as defending as Mason Wood. And when you think about the start of the year, we had, a, we had an episode titled yep. Mason Carey Wood. Yeah. The guy was. A it was gorgeous. against your team
1: in their 150
0: year oh, anniversary. He was so fucking good. Yeah. He has had a bunch of really, really good weeks. So, yep. his, the top level of output that he's put out mm. is probably better than Nick Martin, and it's actually better than any game Josh Dacos has put out to, yep. the, to this point, there you in, go. My, in my mind.
1: Mm. Do your research, Holland. <laughs>
0: Well, it's the defensive work.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just... Two-way.
0: Oh, mate. Yeah. It's been fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, half-forward line. Walk me through it.
1: Well, it's the one and only Tobias Green. Jeremy Cameron, Christian Petrarca. Yep, very nice. Yes.
0: the uh, Christian
1: Petrarca was... I was weighing up between another couple of people, but um, we actually spoke about him off-air. Just his like he's just a goal he's just a goal-kicking midfielder beast. like he's kicked yeah quite a high volume of goals for a mid this year how many has he kicked uh, i don't have it in front of me but uh, yeah. that's right you don't i, mean, um, I, I did say it earlier he's i didn't kicked, write it down he's kicked 11 goals yeah so he's um, so he's kicked as many as rory lob there you go there's a staff where there you oh go fuck me <laughs>
0: yeah so he's, he's averaging 0. 0.9 but he's Impact is, he may be a midfielder. Mm. He's number one in the competition for score involvements of all players. Yeah. Number two for goal assists. He had like
1: four in, no, he had five in one game. He did. Yeah.
0: He's had more shots on goal than any other midfielder. Mm. He's got those 11 goals. It's His accuracy is a little bit shaky. Yeah, it leaves
1: a lot to be desired. He's set shot kicking as well.
0: He's the number one midfielder for marks inside 50. Yeah. Um, not to mention the fact that he averages 28 touches 6 clearances and is number 1 for inside 50s top 10 for contested possessions and number 2 for ground ball gets Yeah. so this is the most damaging forward of centre midfielder in the game Yeah. so he deserves to be like comfortably put on a half forward flank
3: yeah
0: mm-hmm. uh, Jez Cameron is my centre half forward yep so same same, same. I think, Yeah. and we spoke about this equal number 1 in the Coleman despite having a a pretty notable and public drop off. Yeah. For three to four weeks. Yeah. His... jesse Cameron is number one amongst forwards for shots on goal, mm-hmm. score involvements, number four for score launches. Yeah. As well. Number three for marks and number two for marks inside 50. Yeah. And equal number one amongst all forwards for intercept marks. Yeah. We know he pushes up the ground. Mm hmm. The stuff he did earlier in the year, he was the number one player in the game, let yep. alone being the number one forward. Yeah. You can't not have Jeremy Cameron. He's number one for disposals amongst all key forwards and inside 50s. He's yep. clearly the best forward in the game. Yeah. And I don't care that he had a bad patch. What he did if he if he had been out for the last five weeks, I still would have put him in. Yeah. Yeah. To be quite honest. For sure. My last half forward flanker. Here's a list of players that average 15 touches and two goals this season. Yep. Toby Green. Yep. Jeremy Cameron. Yep. Kyle Langford. Yeah, there you go. It's amazing. I know this sounds like massive bias. Yeah. I did not... I literally said to you, it will be Jack Lacocious. Yeah. But I was doing the numbers. Yep. And it has to be Kyle Langford. And let me explain why. This is interesting. He's equal fifth in the competition for goal assists. Wow. His goal accuracy is well above AFL average. It's He's 10th in the comp for score involvements. Yeah. Amongst all forwards, he's number four for marks. Yep. Eight for inside uh, marks inside 50. And he's equal with Jeremy Cameron at number one for intercept marks.
1: Wow. Because he spent a couple of games yeah, in the of back course. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's averaging... I had him any time fucking goal scorer, don't work. Yeah, yeah.
0: He... Right? So... <laughs> <laughs> Having not even been a full-time forward in every game and being swung down back, he's faced more contested one-on-one competitions than any forward in the game. Yeah. And he ranks number three amongst all forwards for one percenters. Yeah. So as a medium impact, like a medium forward, like a genuine half-forward flanker, he, he was really good against North Melbourne. Yeah. He was very good. This guy has spent games in the back line.
2: Yeah.
0: And um has managed to average two goals yeah. a game for the entire year. Only three other guy uh two other guys can do fifteen touches and two goals.
2: Yeah. That but sounds
0: like a half
1: forward flanker to me. And you go twelve months back and you go, look at this guy, he could be anything but he's not and in that you know, he was part of that bench debacle, remember that? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Has he got a footy brain like there was doubters on him and like he just looks like a big idiot at times? So if you had a... Dude, what a career turnaround. If you had
0: a turned up and (laughs) said to me, hey, I've put Bailey Fritz there. (coughs) Yeah. I would have said, that's reasonable. Yeah. If you wanted to choose a medium-sized forward on your half flank... Yeah. That's totally reasonable. Their Mm. stats in front of goals are really similar. Yeah. The only difference is Kyle Langford spent a couple of games as a defender and he takes intercept marks and he takes contested marks up the wing. Yeah. He's maybe the most valuable swingman in the game right now. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm genuinely trying to think of someone who might be a more valuable swing man. Mm. So anyway, might sound like bias or nepotism, but the numbers are there. Yeah. He's a very, very good player this season. Yeah. I'm Not sure he lasts all the way until the end of the year, if I'm being honest, mm. but right now I think he deserves it. Yeah. And yeah, Jack Lukosius was uh, my notable mention. Some of that's recency bias. He's kicked 10 goals in two weeks. Yeah. But the guy is a super talent and, and an, Excellent kick of the football. Yeah. All right, where were we, mate? Uh, full forward line. Yes. Would you care to
1: share? Yes, absolutely. I have... <clears throat> now, one of them, I'm like, it's just an excitement add-in. Sure. <laughs> it's just a lack of research, but I don't know. You might have him. You might not. Uh, but I've got Charlie Cameron, yeah. Charlie Kerno, Isaac Rankin. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, the Charlie Cameron, Charlie. I wanted Kuno. two small forwards. I didn't want three key forwards.
0: Well, that's why I I have ended up having Toby Green as the other small. Forward oh, okay, and then yeah. Langford as the flanker. There we go. Yeah,
1: um, that just helped fix my structure a little bit. Yeah, I looked at other small forwards like so, like such as Jack Higgins has had a good year. Just like other small forwards, and None Isaac quite Rankin can... just has that excitement factor to get me to put him in a spot. Yeah, I just love him. I just think he's awesome. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in my team.
0: No, it's it's not a bad call. I did look at a, a few of those small forwards and think, Yeah. you know, Isaac Rankin, Jack Higgins, Lockie Schultz. There's like a bunch of guys. Luke Bruce isn't
1: having the worst year in the world. No, I looked at him too. Mm. The thing is, with the small forward category, it's Charlie Cameron, then the fucking Milky Way, Daylight, Galaxy, whatever. And then... That's how Daylight...
0: Yeah, that's where Daylight comes from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just putting a bit more emphasis on it. <laughs> yeah. Pluto,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the known source of daylight
1: in the uh, solar
0: system. Yeah, Pluto. Pluto. Apparently. No, you're right. Like it, it. Yeah, it's Charlie Cameron, then Infinity, mm. and then That's to the beyond. <laughs> and then, no, but it's it's not even close, right? However, <laughs> Infinity. Toby. Toby Green. Yeah, he's nearly averaging three goals a game. Yeah, yeah. So it's enormous now. What type of forward is he? Well, in actual fact, this year he's been playing as a deeper forward. Yeah. Which is why I had him a little bit deeper. His possessions per game um, are still at 17.7 for Toby Green. Yeah. So he's still getting a lot of the football, but a lot of his shots are uh, a a little bit closer to goal. Um, He's leading all forwards, uh, small forwards, that is, not key forwards, for um, average. his averages for score involvements and for marks. Yep. Um, uh, Sorry, five marks and two marks inside 50, Mm -hmm. leading all small forwards for marks on the lead, Yeah, Toby Green. So that tells you that he's playing a bit deeper and coming up at the ball. Um, Yeah, ranks elite for disposal average, and he has 4.8 inside 50s a game. 29 goals year to date has him 10th in the Coleman. Ridiculous to say that Charlie Cameron could have a hand on the Coleman, but... He's 32 goals He's only six Off the leaders mm. And they've had A couple of slumps It's amazing In a completely Stacked forward line What would happen If Charlie Cameron Won a Coleman medal Is he All of a sudden The He's probably Going to go down As the better Small forward Out of him and Eddie Betts if Yeah he, If he carries on Like this yeah, yeah And that's just Comparing Something like Apples To yeah. Apples Because they're I what mean they're it? both Indigenous small live wires yeah. That do freaky stuff Yeah mm. But can he go past a Luke Bruce in terms of, you know, industry wide recognition? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he's the hardest matchup one on one inside fifty. I think he's the hardest matchup in the competition. I think I reckon I said that five or six weeks ago. I just watched him and I was like, Fuck me. You would not you said want it to have pre- to defend you him.
1: Said it in the preseason. Did I? Yeah, you did. Well there you go. Yeah. I oh, just a
0: man crush on him. I think he's is electric. <clears throat> yeah. Um, super exciting to watch. Yeah. Charlie Cameron has the best goal accuracy out of all small forwards with more than one goal a game as well.
1: Yeah. It's 65.3%. It's it's good. That's fucking real good, man. Very, yeah. very
0: good. Yeah. And Charlie Curnow, co- copy and paste the Jeremy Cameron argument from before. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same story. Slump, but he's equal number one for goals in but the they're both playing in... Unbelievably out of form teams. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Curnow still number two in the comp for marks, number two in the comp for contested marks, top five for marks inside 50, number two for score involvements, and top five amongst key forwards for contested possessions, kicks, and inside 50s. Yeah. He's had bags of nine, six, and five. Yeah. That's, that's
1: massive, man. Mm. And a slump. Yeah. So the guy's a weapon. Um, Back to Charlie Cameron quickly. Yeah. 187 games, he's kicked 333 goals. Bruce just crossed the 500 mark and he's probably 80 games ahead of him. Yep. Yeah, so there's no there's no reason why Charlie Cameron can't get across that 500. Oh, at this rate. At, at this rate. Yeah, he's yeah. going to
0: get across it. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Averaging nearly three goals a game. So. Yeah. And he's only 20... Sorry? 28? Yeah, he's 28. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, wow. You'd have to think he's got five more years at the top. Yeah. Hmm. And at his size and pace, barring injury, and how plenty was, of impact. How old was Betts when he retired? He felt like thirty-five.
0: That's what I was 36? thinking. Thirty-six.
1: Yeah, he felt old.
0: Yeah, but oh, uh, yeah. I'd... Let me just—I will double-check that. Mm. Yeah, because it felt like he got old for a while, but he would still just pull him out of nowhere. And he had a—I remember so he had a
1: purple patch. Thirty-six now, so probably 34, 35. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty-four yeah. to thirty. No, it wasn't last year. So thirty-three. 4 or 33, 34. depending on his birthday. Yep.
0: Um, other forwards that may have potentially made it full Yeah, well, it was Luke for Bruce
1: for mine. Jack Higgins as well.
0: As key forwards, though. Key yeah. forwards. Tossing up maybe... Uh, Oscar
1: Allen, Ben King.
0: Yeah, I think Max King's and an interesting Max prospect. King as well. Nowhere near enough, enough games. Not enough
1: games. And Joe Danaher was a consideration for mine as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Um, Tom it, was, it was Joe's start to the season that was his undoing.
0: Yeah, well, he cost um, them I games.
1: Mean, I mean, you can mount a case for Tom Hawkins in a sense, but even the start of his season, completely, like agree. he's had to play catch up as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's it's fair to say that this is not set in stone.
0: Other than Charlie Cameron, mm. that is almost a lock. Yeah, I don't see how Toby Green changes unless he misses long periods. Yeah, but Charlie Curno's spot is up for grabs. It is. Mm. Yeah, it very much is. So we'll see how that plays out towards the end of the year. All right. Let's go for the followers, mate. Give Hope me you're your listening,
1: Jamara. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> give me your um, give me your followers, bud. It is English, Bontempelli, uh, and Oliver. Same. Yeah. Precisely the same.
0: Yeah. So we had a pre pod discussion, and I said to you, uh, you know, it's Tim English, but Millie didn't make it. Yeah. He was he was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in because he leads all Ruckman for disposals marks. Intercept marks, tackles, and inside fifties. Yep. So the impact he has is far greater. Mm. Once the ball hits the deck, yeah, or is in general play, he's better than any ruckman this it's, year. It's frightening, really. He take he, he, he
1: takes off for bounces. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like yeah. that that no bounce club is full of Ruckman. So that's 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 his point of difference, not Sam Draper, mate. Either. No, no, he bounces. Sammy's had a bounce. Not Glad he took about eight and then kicked goal at
0: a year. Don't know if he's had an effective <laughs> bounce. <laughs> fucking gets away from him. Yeah. Um, Tim English's numbers, his hit-out numbers are acceptable. Yep. I, I don't know if I'd call them that good. I think he just sneaks into the top eight. Yeah. Or seven yeah. or something like well, that. Well, that's, that's
1: you know. That's acceptable. Yeah, it is. Especially now that he's finally the number one Ruckman. We traded our previous Ruckman, Josh Dunkley, to Brisbane. So <laughs> <laughs> um, He's...
0: Defensive, uh, disposal efficiency and kicking efficiency are all above average and yep. look, look good. Um, I just think he's a little bit vulnerable here. Sean Darcy's putting together a really nice season, probably a bit underrated. Um, Marshall's nipping at his heels because he's got much better clearance work. Yeah. Draper is the biggest scoreboard impact yep. Ruckman. Max yeah. Gorn is the better marking tall yep. as a Ruckman and Wits is the pinnacle tap Ruckman.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I think we'd be... If Max Gorn didn't get injured against Brisbane, I think we'd still be sitting here saying Max Gorn, had he had played the full first 12 rounds. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: it's interesting. Champion data actually have Brody Grundy as the number one Ruckman right now. Okay. In terms of impact, which is interesting. I yeah. think that Max Gorn being out for a few weeks helped. Mm. So with him in the side, I don't think that. Lasts, but yeah, Tim English is giving me uh Brody Grunty from four years ago vibes. Yeah, gets a lot of touches, moves better than most of the rest of the Ruckman in the, in the comp. Yeah, but if you were picking a team, like if it was grand final life on the line, say for in a all right, let me give you a hypothetical. Mm. The grand final ends up being Gold Coast versus the Western Bulldogs. Yeah, are you nervous?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: about the Ruck situation, very much against so against Jared Witts. Yeah, he'll yeah. cover
1: the ground, he'll cover him across the ground. Very easily, but but your midfielders probably won't one v one in use. the ruck contests. Mm. He'd, he'll lose the hitouts. Um, yeah, the one separating factor about Grundy from four years ago in English now is that he won't be in another club um, with us paying a dollars a year. <laughs> you, you hope? No, he's not.
0: <laughs> you locked him away not long ago, right? Yeah, we did.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah, from memory, I'm pretty sure. He did. Yeah.
0: Um, no, he's he's been good. His evolution's been interesting, and much like Brody Grundy, who got given an opportunity quite young.
1: Yeah.
0: How old is Tim English now? 25? 26, I think. It's taken a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a real slow burn. It's very much the Brody Grundy story. Yeah. So, I mean, he's still got a long way to go though. Yeah. What? Eight good years? Yep. It's nice, man. Mm. It's nice to have that. It's like, we just put that magnet on the board. Bevo doesn't have to fuck around with it anymore. Yeah. You know, everything's set in stone, but, um, the next fella, Bont, who we clearly agreed on. Yeah. He's my Brownlow favorite right now. Yeah. I'm happy to have that argument with anyone. I think he's been the most impactful player in the comp this year. Led by example from the front. In contention for All-Australian captain. Yep. Couple of negatives. Yep. Get them out of the way. Half a goal a game. That's not the standard Bontempelli that we know. No. Kicking efficiency isn't quite as good as it's been in the past. Yes. And his goal accuracy is in a, like, it's a bit of a hiccup stage. He's had that happen once or twice. Yeah. But yeah, it, it could be better. It's below his career average. Yeah. That said, he's been clearly given a more exclusive midfield role for the yeah. Yeah, It's a clear directive and he's excelling because he's number three for tackles, mm-hmm. number two for total clearances, yeah. number one amongst midfielders for one percenters mm. um, and tackles inside 50. Yeah. Top 10 for inside 50s, number three for contested possessions and number five amongst mids for forward 50 ground ball gets. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and number 10 amongst all midfielders for Mark's inside 50s. Plus, he's a slippery goddamn gypsy. Mm. He is so hard to tackle. Yeah. He almost never gets caught. Yeah. Like, there's no turnover holding the balls
1: from... Actually, there was one the other week. Yeah, it's as if he's dipped his jersey in lotion before the game. Yeah, it probably looks like lotion, yeah. but it isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's my semen watching him. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love him, dude. <laughs> He's the best Is the best Western Bulldogs player I've ever seen. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. In my almost 30 years. Yeah, he yeah, is. yeah. No,
0: it's completely fair. Yeah. I remember, it was up for a debate at some point not that long before this season. Yeah, man. I was like Would he finish his career as the best Bulldogs yeah, player? Yeah. Oh, it's right up there. Yeah. Uh yeah. it's time to pinch a brown low, though. It is. It's time, man. It is. Stop, yeah. stop flirting with it. Stop yeah. fucking around. Just get it done. And like you said um, to me earlier, just a slight mid season drop off.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a
0: tiny bit. Yeah, not huge. Yeah, but yeah, he was always go- he's always going to be in this All Australian team. Mm. Looks destined to be in it by the end of the year. Just, as well.
2: Just a great
1: leader too, like an excellent leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And Clayton Oliver um, has missed a couple of games, yeah. so th- we may have forgotten about he's him. Guy's such a star. Oh, he's a fucking he's a stud man. He's the best midfielder in the competition. And I said to you before, he's been the most consistent player over the last four years yeah. of any midfielder and I think that's undeniable mm. like four years ago Lockie Neal maybe still a question mark or two Yeah, like in terms of the other guys who've won Brownlow's, yeah, this guy is the best of the best averaging 33 seven clearances over half of his touches contested which is number one in the comp 4.9 intercepts which is number one in the comp for mids number three for ground ball gets the list goes on we all know how super talented Clayton Oliver is Effective disposals, twenty two and a twenty-two point yeah. two. It's huge, man. And when they talk about, you know, Tim Taranto runs this many Ks, fuck mate. He can run as many as he wants, man. Yeah. But Clayton Oliver, meter for meter, has more impact than almost anyone in the competition. Mm. The how he wills himself to contests and you know, watching him in that bombers game get mm. towed up and then rack up like twenty in the last quarter. Yeah. Now it didn't matter. Yeah. But the fact he was like, fuck this, I'm just gonna fix this yeah. myself. Super impressive. yeah. Ginger Goggins, mate.
1: David Goggins with red hair. <laughs> Ginger Goggins. <laughs> Don't be a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, your bench. Oh, yes. It's back to my bench. All right, my bench. I've gone two <laughs> midfielders and I've actually gone two half-backers. Sure. Um, so just want to recognize a good season that one man is having. But yes, Jordan Dawson, Zach Butters, Jack Sinclair... Nick Blakey, is oh, dude, I was so close. Yeah, you
0: know, you know,
1: I. Oh, you oh, love yeah, the Liz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah. all over the Liz, mate. And we actually have breaking news: he has signed a seven-year extension at the Sydney Swans. Huge! Not- but when you see till 2031, you realise, fuck, we are flying through these years. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's a it's a long way away. I'm not sure how I feel
0: about that contract.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you can tune into Kane Corn's opinion on it. Yeah, next day or two. My my initial reaction is clubs have been. Knocking with massive deals, and Sydney are like, well, fuck, we can't lose him, so we're going to have to lock him away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One club in particular, his dad's former club, would die for a Nick Blakey, North North Melbourne. Oh, yeah, they would. Yeah.
0: My bench, for what it's worth, Butters and Dawson. Nice. And Sinclair. Nice. And then I went with
1: Dagoe. Beautiful. Very nice. Deserves it. Yeah. As a premium midfielder. It was... I wanted- a bit of on-field thuggery to the team. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he of course he deserves it, man. And of course of he deserves it. Off-season yeah. leadership. I tried to sneak him into my half forward line, but I, I just went Petraka instead. And then I looked at I looked a bit deeper, and I just uh, you missed out on my bench. Petra- he didn't deserve to really be in the forward line, unless you were going to give two half forward flank
0: spots to two midfielders. Yeah, yeah. But Petrarca has a ton more scoreboard influence. Yeah, and is a better midfielder. Mm. He's clearly a better player than Jordan degoey, Yeah. But he still wasn't quite good enough for me to make my starting midfield. Yeah. So that's where it's at. Mm. Um, But he has been very good. You know, they were, last week it was only player for 25 and a goal. Well, you know, he didn't kick one. Yeah. And now he's out for a month. So... <sighs> You'd be within your rights to kind of like leave him out and be like, he just fucked up, so let's forget about him. Yeah, he may have cost himself an Australian jacket at the end of the year. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, but right now he does deserve to be in the best twenty-two players in the comp, I think.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. two midfielders that potentially could knock down the door come season's end for mine, and from what I've seen, is Caleb Sarong and Tom Green totally. having really good fucking years.
0: They're, they're... Tim Taranto probably.
1: Yeah, Tim Toronto as well,
0: close to being in yeah. that mix. Libba also Libba yeah. in yeah. that mix. Um, if Darcy Parrish comes back and keeps going yep. in that mix. Matt
1: Zach R- Merritt's in the mix. Matt Rowell in the mix. Yep. Noah Anderson. Oh, man. Yeah, man. It's the stacked, list goes yeah. on.
0: The the Yeah, the list Errol of guys Goulden. just below. Errol
1: Goulden. Yeah, he's been
0: awesome. Yep. Mm, it's such a tough season. There are guys nipping at the heels of some of these midfielders. Yeah. And if they take, if they drop off in any way, shape or form, yep. they
1: may, may lose their spot.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, for what it's worth, who would your captain and vice-captain be? Yes, in? I've
1: actually done this. Uh, my captain is Darcy Moore at yep. the moment, and my vice captain's is Bontempelli. Oh, me too. Yeah, there we go. I think they're pretty obvious. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah.
0: Sicily, maybe put his hand up a little bit. Yeah. But he's also done some James Sicily
1: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's No, nah, the best one's the Max King bump. Like, it's you're going to brilliant. the goal square, but I'm just going to let you know, I'm, I'm going to give you a real one here without crossing the line.
0: See, that's the guy I want to play for.
1: Yeah. yeah, Legit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hates Tazzy, Loves bump and bounce. Sorry, that was fuck. Yeah, it was a bit much. Sorry. It <laughs> <laughs> was a little slip of the tongue. I've pulled an Andrew Gaze on you.
0: I think the difference is um, he's the one that has to do that in that Hawthorne team. Yeah. In your team, Bont's not required to do that.
1: No. There's no. a couple of other guys that'll take yeah, care liberal, of it. Yeah, Liberal liberal have a bit of niggle. Yeah. And in the yeah. Collingwood
0: team, Braden Maynard takes care of it, so... Um,
1: Darcy Moore doesn't have to yeah um, I listened to Braden Maynard on Dylan Friends oh yeah yeah didn't and? shock me his upbringing but he's come a long way man could you understand the series of guttural grunts and clicks that he made but... <laughs> yeah. well he used to paint trains so I'm, I'm guessing that doesn't shock you <laughs> um, and he was up on Crime Stoppers once and he turned himself in oh, it was remarkable was he really yeah, yeah oh it doesn't surprise me that much yeah but, but um I... makes it all all the more respectable Yeah, how far cool, he's cool story brought his life back on. Yeah, that sounds cool. He'd be he'd
0: be uh he's right up there with blokes. He's in my all Australian team of fellas I'd I'd be interested to have a beer with.
1: Yeah. Oh he's in my best clubman twenty two. Yeah. Yeah I like him man. Yeah. I do too. He's
0: like the he's like the dark version of Mason Redmond. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, his you know evil I mean? twin brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like really similar, but he's yeah. just a little bit more. I have evil. such
1: a crush on Redmond where it's like, I'd love to throw you in my All Australian just nah, I can't do it. No, nah, you can't, can't do it, but just for morale. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and for those that are like, wow, well, you're a bit biased. You threw in Langford, you threw yeah. in Nick Martin. You know, Zach Merritt's not that far away. Mason Redmond doesn't feel that far away, and I didn't actually genuinely consider them. Mm.
1: Only Who's reason your...
0: I had those boys in there was because the numbers are
1: undeniable. Yeah. Who's your stiffest to miss? That's a fantastic question. Mm.
2: Who's
1: my stiffest. Well to miss? now that you've read me the stats. Fucking what an oversight Mason would from my end, from my end. If you were trying to pick two genuine wingers, he's
0: stiff yeah. to miss yours. Tom Stewart might be stiff to miss mine. Yeah. Because um, he has been very good.
2: Yeah.
0: Is he the stiffest? I'm not sure. Mm. Like, I just juggle, I juggle. There's so many guys that deserve to be in here. Yeah. And that aren't. And Sorry uh, about the
1: C-bomb, ladies and gentlemen. You'll get over it. Ah, whatever. I'm not going to beep it out. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, can't we just move on? Yes, we. Yes, we can. <laughs> Didn't work. Moving on. Oh, uh, you've God. got a little game for me that we do every week. Yes, I certainly do. Yeah, and uh, like every other week, I haven't seen it. So I'm actually,
0: waiting for feedback for someone to be like, "Can you stop doing that?" Fucking report card. Yeah. But here we are. Fox Footy report card. Jack loves the game. <laughs> I love it. Must be a spectrum thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we're just going to go through uh, each match very quickly, it's and Bergen, Jacko's right? going to give me the high school score or yep. the report card score, all the way from A plus down to F. Yep, based on the team's uh, performance on the week just gone. So Melbourne Carlton, give me Melbourne to start with. Melbourne a B plus. Yep,
1: Carlton an E minus.
0: Someone did correct me. Report cards
1: don't have an E anymore. It's D oh. minus to F. Oh, okay. So what would you give them? Uh, D minus. Oh, so you upgraded them? <laughs> oh, wait, no, there's E, isn't there? No, no E. Oh, there's no E. There's no E. She said E minus. E minus. So does that mean an F?
0: Well, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, um, they got given a C plus Melbourne.
1: C plus Melbourne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they just didn't put them away. Ah, uh, probably wasn't very good. And yeah, an F to Carlton. Yeah, all right. Nice. An F. Uh, any Carlton supporters? Six it's... eight forty four.
0: It's not good enough. Let's be real. It's not a slump. Mm. it's not a trend. Mm. It's who you are now. Yeah. It's your identity. I understand why they're pissed off. Yeah. You know, a slump or a small trend. Remember that a couple of years ago we were talking about, I said, I think it actually takes three to four weeks to coach something out. Of course. Yeah. It takes that first week to go, Hey, that might be an aberration. Let's not spend too much energy on it. Yeah. The second week you see a trend developing and then it takes two weeks to coach it out. Yeah. Cause you've got to do it in between planning for your future opponents. Yeah. So they'd be desperate for the buy. Yeah. Desperate. Mm. Instead, they got to play an Essendon team. Yeah. Um, who must be said, I know we nearly lost to North Melbourne, but we are still playing good football. Yeah. So I think they're in trouble, Carlton. Yeah. For what it's worth. Good. Port Hawthorne. Hmm. What are you giving Port Adelaide? One of the most impressive first halves. Yes. We've seen in a
1: really long time. So that slips them. It's the second half that slips them from an A plus for me to an A. So I've got an A, yep. And then I've got I've got Hawthorn's fight back becoming a D. Okay.
0: Yeah. I can understand that. Hawthorne did kick 11 goals 8. 11 goals 7. Yeah. In the second half. Not bad, man. Pretty damn good. 11 goals 7 to um what was it? 7 goals 4. Yeah. Like a pretty convincing win of that second mm. half in reality. Yep. They gave Port Adelaide an A+ plus and they gave Hawthorne an F. That's rude, and F is
1: very rude. Very rude. They
0: won an entire half of football. Yeah. Against I know the what premiership happened in the favorite. first half,
1: but let's be, let's be real. Get against one of the Premiership favourites away, like yeah,
0: yeah, you're on track for one of the most embarrassing losses in the history of your football club. They nearly kicked hundred points, Hawthorne. Yeah, that's not an F. No, that can't be. All right, West Coast uh, versus Collingwood. Yep. Tail of the tape's
1: not that much different to the port. Mm. Uh, Hawthorne game but please how would you grade that an A- minus to Collingwood correct oh nice bang and West Coast bit of effort C. they gave him minus, a B-. A B-. nice which I think might be being
0: a bit a little bit
1: generous a little bit friendly
0: yeah. well they got run over the top of in the last quarter yeah and they didn't get penalised in anywhere near the same way yeah that uh, Hawthorne did they kicked uh, two points in the last quarter. Yeah. To Collingwood, six goals, three. Yeah.
1: That's the fourth quarter
0: Magpies for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure that you can really give um, West Coast anything that mm. begins with a B. Yeah. I think it's got to be a C. Yeah. All right. Uh,
1: moving right along, we've got the Bulldogs versus the Cats. It's an A for Geelong, and it's a C minus for the Bulldogs. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. We have a winner. Well done. Suns Adelaide.
0: Ended up being a twenty-five oh. point win to Gold Coast.
1: A plus Gold Coast, and a and a B and a B for Adelaide. Well, we've got an A for Gold Coast yep. and a D for Adelaide.
3: Oh, well,
1: they did I th- they did give up. A I think that's pretty the solid thing. Lead. Like
0: They were ha- they had a nice lead and they fucking
1: threw it away. I so. think the crush on the crumbs still present with me. You think
0: they're being overrated?
1: Maybe is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I've just got a bit of a crush on them still. All oh, right. right, yeah. Um, they're, they're a young team. They'll learn to, that, yeah. This is just one of those learning years, I think. It's just a bit hard for them to win away from home.
0: And now we're going to get to the Sunday games, which were both decided by just one goal. Richmond, GWS to begin. Mm.
1: Going to give, oh, is there a world where oh, I'd give them both an A? Richmond
0: and GWS? Yeah. They've gone with Richmond A minus GWS B minus.
1: Mm. Feels a bit rough. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm I'm happy to give them both an A. Thought it was just a hard fought football game. That's fair. That's fair. Well, yep. can you give it? Can you get an A if you don't win? Nah, it's a B B plus. A minus B plus. <laughs> like,
0: let's not separate them yep. by much. I think that's fair. Uh, Essendon North.
2: Oh man.
1: An A for Essendon. Sort of same again. B plus for North. Well, this will
0: be the first time you'll fucking see this all year. North got a B and Essendon got a B minus.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. B minus meaning you just should have put them away.
0: We should have put them away, to be honest, earlier in the game. But full credit to them. If anything, I would be more bold with that and say Essendon get a B plus. We still won a game of football, which we were heavily challenged. You should give North an A for that effort. Yeah, they haven't had an effort like that for quite some time. Like their fans, A for effort.
1: There's always heartbreak when you lose a close one, but their fans must have actually, for the first time in ages, walked away from a game feeling a little bit exhilarated. Yeah,
0: proud with a loss,
1: proud, Mm. but exhilarated. Like that was actually well, they won a few games early in the year. Yeah, but uh, it's been a while between drinks, hasn't it? Yeah, and a healthy, such a healthy crowd. Forty one thousand, I think. Yeah, it's an Essendon home game, mate. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you could hear it too. That <laughs> dude, the raw man, oh.
0: with some of the umpiring. Yeah, it was loud. Yeah, <laughs> loud. We don't, we don't love umpires. That's yeah. for sure. We do whinge a bit as a supporter base, the Essendon fans. But uh, yeah. we've also been done over a.
1: Speaking of, times. of the umpiring, fucking, it's just terrible. Yeah, we rattled on. Our last game is crap, man. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. Is it? we got given bullshit free kicks, and Geelong got given bullshit free kicks. Yeah, they won the free kick count. They did. Mm. Yeah. First to the footy, mate. That's what you told me a few years ago. Yeah. It is. That's why That's, we lost. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Jonathan, Paul, Sam and Segler, brother. <laughs> hey, the multi we threw up
0: last week, mm. that, that was a nail-biter. Yeah. It um, was good. I ended up cashing out midway or like maybe five minutes left in the GWS Richmond game. Yeah. It was good. It was a good one. So let's see if we can replicate it. Sydney versus St. Kilda. SCG Thursday night footy is back. Who've you got?
1: Sig Kilda, just. Yep. What's yep. the What's the theory here? Um. Just think, just think, they've been a better team this year, and I think Max King's a really frightening uh, proposition against a weak backline, unless they've got ins. Yeah, they don't have ins. No. Well, okay.
0: maybe they have one or two, yeah. but they, they should. Well, fresh, fresh, Max Max could up. kick five or six after a freshen up. Well, he hasn't had enough games to need a freshen up. No,
1: but but he's just had one. Makes so. the
0: interstate travel a lot easier. Yeah.
1: Can leave a lot earlier.
0: Yeah. So it shouldn't Yeah, be. I'm
1: going to I'm going to say St Kilda by about 3 goals. Yeah, I wonder if the smaller ground
0: plays into Ross's hands. Mm. I'm trying to remember his coaching potential Clamp coaching up. record up there. I really can't. Yeah. Um yeah, obviously we have no player lists and uh for what it's worth in terms of their previous meetings up there, Sydney um won in uh last year mm. 51 points. Mm. They won by? Yeah. Um, pretty much same time last year the year before they only won nope. by 9 points. Yeah, that was the Missy Higgins game. The Missy Higgins. Yeah. Classic. Shit, I don't really know who to take in this game. I- I'm going to take Sydney. Yeah. I had some genuine concerns about St Kilda's midfield. Yeah. And I just don't know where to go from there. So Mm. when we talk about their potential All-Australian players, um, like Mitch Owens might, before he got hurt, might have been in line for most improved player, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, But Sinclair, Wilkie, it's not really anyone forward of the ball. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. So, yeah, I got a couple of concerns about their midfield. Mm. Like none of their midfielders are anywhere near being considered as like very good players. Yeah. This year, yeah. comparatively. Almost every team's got two midfielders before one of theirs shows up mm. in any of the charts. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think Sydney, you know, we talked about Goulden, Warner's been doing okay. Luke Parker, I don't know what he's doing, but he could be doing a ton more.
1: Yeah. Unrecognizable, really.
0: Yeah, and the fact that before the buy Heaney went into the middle and had a huge impact. Mm. If I'm Longmire, I'm going to keep trying to squeeze juice out of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. I'm going to take Sydney. Not by much. The uh, multi will probably be either team under 24 and a half. Nice tight one. Yep. All right. Next game. Bulldogs versus Port. This is a big one for your boys. It is. Friday night at Marvel. We know Port's record at Marvel Mm. is extensive and they're hot to trot. Nine nine in a row. What do you, what do you think's taking place here? Uh,
1: Port will win this. Yeah. Too strong. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We've got a bit of soul searching to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure we're going to approach this game the way we approach the Brisbane game in round three, you know, like sort of backs against the wall. No one gives us a chance. We could pull a rabbit out the hat, but I'm not that confident really because Port are pretty bloody good at the moment. So so you don't think there's any, um, you think the lingering
0: effects of like the, oh, actually I was about to say that prelim win, it didn't really carry any water, did it? No. Well, yeah. no. Nah. Like you've lost to them twice since yeah. then.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Both times in Adelaide, it must be fair. Yeah. However,
1: the last time you were at Marvel, they won as well. Yeah, it knocked us out of the f- top four. Yeah. Yeah. It was a two-point thriller, actually. Broke my heart.
0: Yeah, there's some close games between these two teams. So it's... Yeah.
1: yeah, we match up well. They're, they're always good games. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to separate, isn't Played it? Played in good spirit, too. So, um, um, Yeah, Port. Port, come down here and win. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. take Port by... I think I might take him by, like, 20 points. And uh, big shout-out to Port as well, who have just ticked off a AFL... Club first. It's their longest winning streak in AFL history. Nine. Is it? It is. Good on them. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Nowhere near our uh, 21 in a row, but that'll do. Nine, <laughs> nine sounds all right. What happened? Who broke that? Chris so- Grant, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: All
0: right. Let's go uh, Hawthorne versus Brisbane. Yeah. MCG. Now, if Brisbane were ever going to get some momentum in terms of winning games at the G yeah. as they head towards the second half of the season, mm. this is it. Yeah. You've got to tick these off in a
1: big way, I think. These are but the weird games Hawthorne really show up for. Is that what you think is going to happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've got a chance. Nah, or... nah. I think Brisbane still win this 40-plus.
0: Yeah, I yeah. would have thought that
1: should be pretty comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, Brisbane comfortably.
0: Midfield group on fire and rested. And I feel like that Hawthorne group um, really slogged it out last, yeah. on the weekend just yeah. gone. Uh, Brisbane with a week off, making the travel easier. So, yeah. it's less of a problem. Yeah, I'm going to take Brisbane by... I hate to say it after having watched Hawthorne play that half, but I'm going to say Brisbane by like 10 goals. Yeah, mm-hmm. 60 points. Nice. All right, Adelaide versus the Eagles at Adelaide Oval. Mm. They'll be desperate for a win here. I'm kind of stunned. They're a dollar Adelaide. Yep. Um, that's actually very. That's
3: way surprising.
0: too short. That's very mm. short. I'd be looking at the West Coast line in this game. Yeah. Be, to be honest, ten twenty five for the win is probably crazy, but a line. I'm sure you're going to get something that looks like forty plus for a dollar ninety. And based on what we just saw against Collingwood. Yeah. So might have a. All they need to do is win a half.
1: Yeah.
0: How do you think this plays out at Adelaide Oval?
1: Oh, I think Crows will spank them at home. They'll be really angry about last week. Yeah. Um, I think we've got a Carlton St. Kilda-like first quarter blow away. Oh, really? Adelaide, yeah. And West Coast aren't going to be good enough to fight claw their way back. So I reckon I reckon Adelaide can win this by 10 goals.
0: Yeah. Mm, interesting. The
1: line is 51 and a half. That seems quite high. Yeah. And I'm... I'm just going to say it now that it's going to be four multiple goal scorers, two or more, th- um maybe some three or four or more on the Adelaide side. So I think I think Tex Rankin, Rochelle and Fogarty could have a massive day out here.
0: First week for the year Rankin didn't kick a goal.
1: There you go. First week he it's hasn't his old, been at any old time. Mob. Yeah. So if there was going to be some redemption stories, it should yeah. be him. Well, speaking of cannibalizing your own product again with the AFL, I didn't get to watch a minute of that game. I watched the mini, but I didn't I didn't get a good insight. Did Gold Coast headhunt Isaac Rankin? Did they make of, did they not particularly. get in his face? N- not overly. Not overly? Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
3: uh, well,
0: it's up at Darwin as yeah. well. It's yeah. not, yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of, there was a little bit. Yeah. But no one made a big deal about
1: it. Yeah. But mm. if they were playing at Hollywood Showgirls, do you reckon they would have got real stuck into him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, Dockers versus uh, Richmond, Optus Stadium. Yeah. Bit of fight from Richmond. That said, I tipped GWS. So did I. And we weren't far off being wrong. I tipped Gold Coast on the potty and Adelaide on the app. Don't sweat it. I didn't even put my tips in. Oh, okay. I didn't put them in the app. So I got six. Mm. The GWS was the one I got wrong. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Or did I tip your mob? Did you convince me to tip your boys? Or did I stick with Geelong?
1: I think you would. Yeah, I think you stuck with Geelong.
0: I'll have to. I'll have to revisit. I either got five or six last week. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, it was a dog of a week for a couple of people.
0: There was only seven games. Yeah. It's wasn't that bad. Six is good.
1: Got four or five, I think. <laughs> uh,
0: so Richmond, yeah, they're thirteenth. I think that's a real reflection of where they're at. Yeah. Fremantle, a tenth.
1: Basket case.
0: <laughs> Fremantle, a tenth yep. with potential. Oh, they're coming. Mm. Coming hard. Coming hard. So do they get this done over at Optus Stadium? Yeah, yeah. And by how
1: much? Uh, 25 points. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's very yeah. reasonable. Sonny Walters has just signed a two-year deal, the Freo Dockers. Oh, lovely. Taking him to age 34, so he'll wrap up his career, I'm sure, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Almost so and Walters in the same week have signed on. Good. Yeah. Good for them.
0: Yeah. Good for them. Um, they've he's, earned, also... he's
1: earned that. He's earned that. He's earned that contract this year.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've also had the week off Frio, so expect them to have super fresh legs and yeah. a Brisbane team that's having to travel from Giant Stadium back home and then over to Optus. Yeah. I expect some tired bodies after that. GWS game, blokes are out on their yeah, feet. Brutal. They were like, they couldn't even run when they had to. It was...
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, those those Frio Ruckman will be ready to rock and roll. Jackson and Darcy. It's going to be a problem. Bloodbath, yeah. I think. Down back yeah. for Richmond.
0: Alright, then we move on to Sunday. We've got North versus the Giants. So yep. both two losers, but plucky. Yep. And probably up and about. Now it is down in Tasmania. Yep. Thoughts on this one?
1: I'm tipping North Melbourne. It's a fair tip. Yep. It's a reasonable tip. Yep. Down at Hobart. I think I think they can win this. I think if there's any winnable games for them, this is this is one of them. And that's no disrespect to JWS, but it's just the Hobart thing. They're... Well, they drew there two years ago. Mm. That's epic. right. That was yeah. epic. It was epic. Yeah. So they've,
0: they've had a couple of battles. Um, yeah. They played uh, Marvel last year and the Giants absolutely spanked them. Yeah. And then you've got to go back a couple of couple of years. They played in um, Hobart again in 2019 and yeah. the Giants got the chocolates, but it was only 23 points. Mm.
1: So these are competitive games. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah, I'm going to stick with North Melbourne.
0: Um, I like it. Yeah. I'm going to take the Giants. I just think their top end talent is better. Yeah. Not clearly. <laughs> and then, yes. But... The no Simpkin like there's a potential to be a couple of outs there.
1: Fuck, I might have to change it then.
0: No Greenwood, surely, right? Yeah. No Simpkin, like
1: GWS have Toby Green.
0: They're going to lose it. Yeah, they're going to lose a little bit of senior talent and guys like Canelio didn't have the best day. No. So maybe a small mini response from some of those some of those
1: leaders. All right, I'm taking the Giants. (laughs) Fuck man, (laughs) I didn't mean. (laughs) I was trying to convince one way or another. It's obvious, isn't it? I think I was going for the bit of romance there. Yeah, it's definitely the Giants then. You love some romance. Yeah, I do. That's why, that's why she married your mate.
0: Yeah. Then Sunday, second game, we've got
1: I Carl. I sing George New. Michael to her before bed every night. <laughs> I even play the air saxophone.
3: Alright,
1: <laughs> 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 moving on.
0: Never going to dance again. Because your cheap feet have gotten no Your swollen baby feet have gotten no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a Sunday late game because it's uh, they're, what they're calling King's Birthday Eve. This is the new tradition going forward. Cool,
1: whatever. Um, criminal that you you two haven't had a Marquee game for thirty years, really?
2: Yeah, well they haven't, the been on,
1: they haven't been on the map, mate. That was yeah. the issue. Yeah. Ah,
0: look, we had our we had our issues. They had our issues. But the truth is, mm. you still would have got eighty thousand.
1: Yeah, I still think this is one of the. Biggest rivalries in the game that runs like vein deep. There there is no love loss between you two.
0: No, but it ended in the nineties.
1: Yeah. It never no, yeah. it was
0: never really revisited. Yeah.
1: But so, it's just the fans keep it alive because they want to. They want to keep that. Yeah, we just I've remember never met it. a Carlton fan who has had a nice thing to say about Essendon.
0: Yeah, I don't particularly love Carlton and, and, fans either. Or vice versa.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I don't
0: particularly hate their footy club. Seen
1: Bruce Dool sitting front row in the cheer squad for Carlton?
0: Does he look like Oscar the Grouch nowadays?
1: Oh, it looks, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he wears like a navy blue headband. So he's literally, it's just a, a dude, it's just a dude that's been in their cheer squad for decades who just idolized. the.
0: Does he look, um, like look like the, um, that moment in Forrest Gump where he's been running for so long with yeah. his headband on and he's just yeah. this massive, hairy mess of a human yeah. being? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: With a little bit of hair hanging off the back of the head.
0: That's great. Uh, uh, all right, you tell me what you think is going to happen in this uh, one.
1: Essendon win this, yeah. Um, Carlton too slow. They don't, um, they're too inaccurate. They don't provide enough opportunity. And you, you guys are, are quick on um, transition yeah, we'll, through um, Redmond and then you know the link up with Nick Martin and stuff. So
0: I think we're number one at scoring from um, out from D fifty chains or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. Whatever yeah. it is, yeah. like we're not number one at scoring from stoppage, but we're good at transitioning the footy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. they're good at dropping their heads. So when pit, when yeah, dude, they are. They just are. They're they're a fucking joke, mate. Yeah, they're a frustrating. So when, team. when when little Pigeon and Redmond get a hand on footy, little Pigeon, they'll go, oh, oh, Fossey, it's just too hard. I want my money back. <laughs> um, yeah, Essendon.
0: Oh, hopefully we got a couple of ins. You're mate. four
1: goals better than them at the moment.
0: We are, and yeah. it feels like that's where it should be. Yeah, but to be honest, I felt like we were we were at nine goals better than um. Yeah. than North Melbourne.
1: Well, I tipped Collingwood to beat West Coast by 107 points. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I actually went closer to what the expected margin was. Yeah. I think I gave them a little bit more credit. Mm. I can't
2: remember. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it doesn't matter. So we go to the Marquee game now. Um, I said it earlier. Mm. The unfortunate luck for the Collingwood personnel, Dugowie, Hoskin, Elliot. We'll find out about those, but I was just McCreary. reading. McCreary. McCreary as well. Um, Lipinski might Mm. be able to come back in. Jamie Elliott is a potential to Mm -hmm. come back in. I still think it makes this game even Yeah. for me. And the bookies, it's pretty close to even. A couple of cents one way or the other, and and it would be. So
1: how do you see this game playing out? Neck and neck for 117 minutes. And then Collingwood kick a couple of late ones to win it.
0: Couldn't agree more. Melbourne are failing to put scores on the board they that are. are going to punish teams. Yeah. They did this in 2021. They hadn't slaughtered anyone and we got to roughly this point, and I said, until they slaughter someone, and then they did.
2: Yeah. And I then I was
1: scared of them. This game's just built for a Collingwood, one of Collingwood's ridiculous fourth quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Collingwood will win this game. They got much more heart than
0: Melbourne at the moment. Yeah. Um, and if they get a couple of these ins, Lipinski's a handy guy. Yeah. Elliot clearly a handy Yep. Guy as well. So uh, McStay as mm. well, potential for that. That would be good. Melbourne's just... I don't even know what Melbourne's doing. Yeah, Three weeks ago, when you asked me who my premiership favourite was, I said, gun to my head, it would be Melbourne. Yeah. I didn't feel too... I
1: kind of feel stupid for saying that, now. They're a really good-looking bloke in a pub with no... No game. Flirt game. No game. No game. Just like, like I, I tenses am, his muscles. Yeah, I'm an Adonis, you know? but... I sweat when I look at girls. If they're giving me attention I get all nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Collingwood, they're a bit rough around the edges, you know. But they'll take you home. Oh, but, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They'll plow. They'll pl- <laughs> Plough the fields, mate. <laughs> but they'll film it and put it on Pornhub. Nah, no, that
0: feels like a that doesn't feel like a Collingwood thing to do. No. You put it
1: on chatterbait when you're lonely. <laughs> it's, uh... um, let's take a moment to appreciate the durability. Speaking of Pornhub, of Jack Crisp. <laughs> uh, is it this week or remember, has it just gone, the 200 you, games in a row?
0: You mean the durability in <laughs> that video clip? <laughs> yeah. To masturbate for 45 minutes? Yeah, um, man. Yeah. No, he's a sensational player. Yeah. He's one of the, when I looked at their list for quite a few years going back, he would be the number one guy I'd want to pull yep. off. that like pull from that pull list. I'd I stopped myself and you were not going to let me get away with it. Two hands. And I would want I've to seen the video. recruit off. Yeah.
3: Two
0: hands. <laughs> Double fist crisp. Yeah. Uh,
1: <sighs> now you and I have always been quite admirable. Like he, Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Great. Um, Was it last week or this week? Do you know? But he's hitting the 200 games in a row. Ah, shit. I don't know. Let's just celebrate him for being a great player. Yeah. Yeah. So um, not only is it um, impressive as far as physical durability and not getting injured, but being good enough to be picked 200 games in a row as well is no mean feat at AFL level. So I tip my cap to him. Well done, Jack Crisp. Well done, Crispy. Beautiful. Um... And we've got Geelong and GWS having a buy. So Geelong a much needed buy. Yeah. And a and a a well deserved buy for Gold Coast. Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, they basically had a Darwin holiday. Yep. They're gonna go into that buy on a real
1: high. Yep. There's little rhyme for you. School holidays this weekend. What what do I look like, mate? Well, you you run a junior basketball program. Well, in a a tournament. you got a tournament. We got the national classic tournament. Pop yep. down Daniels Day. No, I only ask because I'm like, if it's the week that time their run perfectly, because if it's the week before school holidays, the queues at the rides at Movie World won't be too long. So. <laughs> if I played for Gold Coast, man, I'd fucking live there. Movie World's the tit. I love it, man.
0: Such a child. Yeah, it's so good, dude.
1: It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Look, I hate the four buy rounds, but at least this one, we've still got eight games of footy. Yeah. There's still heaps of content. So,
0: yeah. I'm not. I'd, and Thursday night's back. Do you know why this Thursday night is, is the back. way it is? No. I, I know we have a public holiday yeah. game on the Monday, but why do we have. In all those weeks where we were overlapping Friday night games with no yeah. Thursday, yeah. what the fuck was going on? This <laughs> is so strange, man. It's absurd. The man. AFL are weird. Weird. They're weird like
1: this. They're a quirky bunch of individ- individuals. <laughs> individuals yeah we're losing the plot we are All right.
0: good pod great pod
1: Uh, any feedback um, great research Bob I tip my cap well done
0: well I'm prepared I'm prepared for the uh, the people who really only watch their football team
1: in and out every week
0: and who don't actually deep dive on any of the stats or follow up like Mm. we do on some of the minis just even the minis
1: well I'm sitting I I watch a shitload of footy I watch a shitload of footy and I learnt I learnt something amazing tonight but yeah. Kyle Langford is a way better footballer than I thought he was. Yeah. At the moment. So, and Mason Wood, that's outrageous numbers. Awesome, huge numbers. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Nat, good pod, well researched, and um, having a good weekend. Thanks for